You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Hello there, and welcome to a special edition of the podcast where we're going to be covering all the non-Nintendo E3 2016 news. Joining us today is Mr. Aaron Rivera. How's it going, Aaron? Hey, pretty good, man. It's been a while. Yeah, good to see you, man, and hear you. Yeah, for sure. Work, working busy. Yeah, it's been a little bit busy picking up. Cool, cool. Um, and then we also have Mr. Jason Novak. Welcome, welcome, Jason. Hey, how's it going, Tim? Good, good. Welcome back. It's been like a year or so. Yeah, it has. Uh, I left because of my job, and then I got another promotion and uh, back into a position where I can join you once in a while. That's pretty cool. So I guess an announcement at the front of the show: we are rebooting. Club Xbox and Club PlayStation as a every two week show, and this will be a part of Club Nintendo as an episode. But I'm also gonna divvy the stuff out into the other two shows as well as kind of the first reboot episode. So, um, yeah, excited to get that back up and running. As I'm pretty heavily back in the PlayStation gaming for sure, and I just started Quantum Break today, so playing some Xbox again as well. So. But uh, today is all about the E3 news. We'll get into what we're playing on those systems in different later shows. So, um, you guys want to? Where do you guys want to start? Third parties, first parties? Uh, um, I, uh, I guess I'd I'd say third parties because they there wasn't as much in those quicker hits. Yeah, sure. Um, I think we should start with the Sony news first. Save the really? best for last. Wait a minute, Save that the is best bad. for last. Sony, <laughs> the crash is back, Aaron. That's yeah, the highlight of stuff. E3. So the crash is back. Sony so what, has you're some saying... pretty good stuff, but the way that I feel is that like Microsoft is really catering to what people want. Like I want the like, Bandicoot you know, man. They they started you off so bad consoles? this generation, and then now they're like turning it around. I think they're doing a really great job with, you say with you what say, they presented at E three. I want some some new. The hardware's cool. I like the hardware. That's I'm not a hater. You're, you're saying well, I, and I don't mind new hardware. But if you're saying you're they're catering to what people want, it seems like nobody seems to want new hardware. No, I, all right. So people don't want the new hardware, but they want the capability to run their games at full quality. And if this is what it means to to do that, then I, I think they'll eventually want new hardware too. Yeah, it, but like I, yeah, like I think people are like upset because they're like, oh, I just bought this two years ago, and now you're coming out with two other consoles. But it's like these are so much better than than what you have. And, and your like, old one's I, gonna work and all that yeah, kind of stuff. It won't. Okay, well, yeah. Since we, let's get to this discussion now. I guess the well, yeah, discussion. I guess. <laughs> Okay, so let's first cover what the Xbox announcements were for hardware, so we have a baseline for everyone that did not get into it. Xbox One S, S stands for slim or sleek, however you want to call it. It's in robust, small, yeah, robust white. It starts at two ninety nine for five hundred robot white. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice mix there. Not a robot, robot. Two ninety nine for the five hundred gigabyte version, which is shipping later this year. One terabyte for the three forty nine edition, and three ninety nine for the two terabyte edition, which is shipping in August. That's the only one that has a month ship date, I believe. And that one includes a a vertical stand which will be $19 otherwise if you buy any other capacities. 
Um, and I actually price checked uh, what a two terabyte um, hard drive would be for a PS4 if I want to pop one in. It's about hundred bucks, so five hundred gigs to hundred. But it's about the same you'd pay to upgrade a PS4 at this point. There's no so. doubt that it's a good price. It is, and at two ninety nine, this is the lowest cost UHD Blu-ray four K player on the market. So if you just want a four K Blu-ray player for your four K TV. This is your best bet, I would say, because you get an Xbox with that as well. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, even if you're just looking for um, like a Blu-ray player, like I would still say pick up the Xbox One because Netflix you know, and 4K as well. Be like future-proofing yourself because you know eventually you're gonna get a 4K TV and then you're gonna have capability to do 4K Blu-ray. Yeah. So if you want 4K video, this is a great box for that. Um, so 4K yeah. Blu-ray, 4K Netflix, all the apps that can do 4K will do 4K. I wonder if Amazon, like, I'm curious on all the video stuff, what does 4K and all that kind of stuff like that. It also, the biggest news is the, uh, I joke about that, the, the, the power brick, which this oh, thing's about amazing. as big as my Wii U, um, is internal now. So that's pretty huge. And I really want to have, like, a test on, like, electricity usage. I have a hunch this thing's going to lower my electric bill if I got it. Yeah. For sure. do, you, do you guys agree? I mean, I think I mean I think the thing is so inefficient, the Xbox One and its power usage. Yeah, I think so too. Like even if it's just sitting there, you're not playing anything, you can still feel a little bit of heat coming off of that thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> so so I think it's yeah, it's not very. The power first month right I now. got my PS4 and Xbox One, I think my power bill went up thirty bucks, maybe more. I'll be honest. I'm uh, <laughs> surprisingly, even though we haven't talked about the other announcement. I'm actually more interested in the Xbox One S as a complement to all the devices in my house. I'm more interested in, in that than I am in the Xbox One Scorpio. Um, because so when, you as uh, a, a house dweller have multiple TVs, is that right? Yes, I have. Uh, we have a mom cave, quote unquote, uh, which has a 40 inch and you know stuff set up there. I have my living room, I have my bedroom, and that's not counting devices that my kids have. So, yeah, I've got a lot of TV. From that angle, this generation is pretty cool, I think, on all the ends, except for Nintendo at this point. Yeah. Um, but if you buy, if you're in the digital ecosystem, which I am, you're not, Jason, so this would make you know more what? sense if you were. Um, well, actually, no, it makes more sense to not be in a digital ecosystem because you're limited on how many licenses you could have. Whereas no, you download it on as many ones as you want, right? I, I can I can walk up to my shelf and grab the disc and put it in any console that I want to. Wait, is there a limit? I thought, like, as many Xboxes as you want, you could play your digital games on. Is that wrong? Yeah, you can have as many as you want. And you can even, like, The share. game saves. Yeah. Yeah, you can, like, share to other people, like... And so, so like, I have a friend who has, uh, like, two Xbox Ones in his home, and he'll share, like, his entire library with that second Xbox that has, um, like, a second um, like Xbox Live um, on there. And so he'll have all the games. Is there a limit? Yeah. Like, if you got five, is, is, what's the, is there a cutoff, here's, Jason? Here's the way it works. No, you get two licenses. One for your, quote, home console. Oh, that's and right. One, and one for your, your gamer tag. The problem is, if you've got those five consoles... You have to download the game on all five of them, and uh-huh. that's just so much bandwidth. And yeah, oh, I don't care. I'm on bandwidth hog. Um, no no yeah. caps. No yeah, caps. I don't care about I, that bandwidth. <laughs> I'm I'm still living with with data caps, so that matters to me. 
But if I grab a disc, I can just pop it into the game and go, or into the system and go. But say you're in the non-bandwidth capped world. So you're saying you one as a gamer tag license. If you log in to any of those five with your gamer tag, you're good to go, right? Yes, you can use your gamer tag. Okay. Down. Okay. Cool. So, um, but th- that idea of the Xbox One family is something Phil Spencer was heavily promoting. This is a family. All the games will work on all the other ones, and they're doing. We'll get into Scorpion a little bit, but they're doing things like dynamic scaling of games where the Scorpio will be able to scale games up to include all the assets. Did, did you read up yeah, so, on that at all? So we talked about this in Club Steam a long time ago. Uh, remember we were talking about um, uh, what's it called? Ah, uh, D... I don't even remember what it's called now. But like basically, I took notes. It's, Let me try to find it's it. where... Um, your your console will actually render the game in like a higher resolution. So let's say um, it'll render it at like twice the res of like 1080p, um, and then it'll scale it down to 1080p. So that way you just have higher uh, quality. So it's not as um, like pixelated on on yeah. your lines and things like that. The, the, so you call it dynamic scaling games. Halo Five is one of those games, and I think. So it's either one of these two things. Either the frame rate drops to show you everything in the game, or the frame rate's steady and you don't get all the stuff in, like, Halo 5. So you did mention Halo 5 as an example of a game that, I guess, where the frame rate drops, it'll stay at the high frame rate instead of doing that. Um, I guess we'll get into Scorpio. It's got six teraflops, which is what they needed for their VR goals. They looked at the PC market and talked to Oculus and all those people, and six teraflops is what they needed. And they tried to do it this year, but they couldn't make it happen price point-wise, so they're waiting until next year. And Scorpio is all about 4K gaming, is what he was explaining. So this will be games are native in 4K, which is kind of a cool concept to think about. And if you do a play on the 1080p TV... It'll be downsampling. So in Phil Spencer's mind, that's that's, really, that's not the Scorpio experience. Scorpio experience is 4K TV or projector, and you're you're gaming in 4K through and through. So yeah, and mm-hmm. that that right there is part of why I'm not as interested in a Scorpio is because you know he basically said it's not worth the investment if you don't have not 4K. You, not, not yet. Eventually, though, when when you do a 4K, and eventually people will get new TVs, and it'll be there for you. But I think it still is. I mean, as you know, like playing my my PC games. Although I'm playing 1080p, there are some games that I can do in 4K. Um, but I don't have a 4K TV. But I end up doing um, the scaling and everything because it just makes things look uh, so much better. Um, so I think it's worth it to to have the Scorpio because you're going to be able to run your games. You know for sure in 1080p at 60 frames per second all the time. And that's something that like current consoles <laughs> you can't take that for granted on Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, um, he also mentioned, let's see, VR is why they want six teraflops. Uh, never mentioned by name Oculus. or He mentioned there's all sorts of these headsets out there, um, but I'm thinking Oculus will be the one that they eventually partner with to make well, this happen. I mean, the Oculus already ships with an Xbox controller. It does, an Xbox One controller. Uh, and price point-wise, I... I'm seeing, thinking the Scorpio is going to be a 399 baseline box. Do you guys no. think it's going to be a lot more? Yes. Because no mm-hmm. console has been successful 
We've seen this. Xbox One at four ninety nine originally did not do well. PS three at five ninety nine originally that kind of didn't do well until they dropped in price. Yeah. No, I think it will be around the three ninety nine. And then you, you'll be able to spend, you know, another $100 if you want more capacity. Sure, they'll, they'll yeah. let you spend the money. Or they might have an Elite bundle that has an Elite controller with it that's even more. Like, I'm sure they'll... But I think a baseline, 399 would make sense. Yeah. I mean, like, one of the things that you've seen, uh, like, Microsoft do really well, like, this generation is is to use components and things to try to bring that price down. Like... I mean, the the first shipment of um, like Xbox Ones were were at that five hundred dollar price point, and then as soon as they were able to to get um, the production kind of more and they already connect have like more <laughs> or components that were at cheaper cost, then we saw that price drop quickly. Yeah, Connect dropped, which brought down a hundred bucks, then even more price drops after that. Yeah. You know, actually speaking of Connect, the uh, the Xbox One S is going to need an adapter. To work with the connect, the connect will not plug into it. Right, I saw the the diagram of what this looks like. It looks like quite the wiring schematic there. But yeah. who needs the connect anymore? It seems like they're trying to move away from it a little bit. Higher blaster built, built in. Yeah, yeah. So I don't use it for gaming, but I love my connect. I mean, I love Xbox on and you know going to Xbox, go to Netflix, and so on and so forth. I, I mean. I, I love my voice command. My question: Why they have an IR blaster? Why don't they build a mic internal inter- yeah, uh, mic into this thing? Right? I yeah. almost when I saw the IR blaster, there were rumors of um, when the Xbox One first came out that they would try and bundle the Connect into the system. And as they were going over the pictures and they showed the IR blaster for half a second, I thought they went ahead and did that. Like, why no mic? The the voice stuff's great. Basically, I have a I have a Connect. It's not plugged in currently. But I used it for the microphone. Like that's the one expensive or one includes you way to have a microphone. I gotta say, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, okay. Another question: When this VR thing comes out, do you think you'll need a Kinect to do the camera stuff for VR? It depends Is on that, what VR they have compatibility with. Does Oculus uh, use a camera? No, Oculus wouldn't need any kind of any additional pro- uh, stuff. But if Microsoft really shoots the moon and tries and tries to get uh, five uh, five support. The Connect could probably work in place of their geopositional sensors. Crap. I I do. Yeah, I could see a future where there's multiple Connect or VR compatibilities with this thing, like the PC. I I really think they could shoot themselves in the foot with that. I mean, it'd be confusing marketing which one they get, maybe. Do, would the games work? Would the games work on both? Do you think if they did that? No, but I mean, Vive or uh, Valve and Oculus are going further and further in different directions of compatibility. Okay, well, they got to pick one. I think it'll be Oculus. In which case, no Connect, and that's probably good for them since they're trying to ignore that. Um, um, but the media stuff, they didn't really give up on. Give give up on the 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 S has HDMI input. It's got that IR blaster. It's uh, they're continuing that um, approach. Which I like cool. that. I'm I'm interested in the S. So yeah, it looks so tiny. Like it looks like a looks like a PS4 size or a PS4 still smaller. I don't know. I'd love to see that comparison. I think the PS4 is probably a little bit smaller as far well for sure in like the uh, thickness, but I'm not sure about like the length and width of it. But it yeah, th- it does look pretty. It, it would look nice standing up next to my PS4, which is also vertical. Yeah. yeah. 
so yeah, that's and going back to the conference itself then, other than the Xbox One Slim and or S and the Xbox Scorpio, the only other thing I really walked away from with any interest in their conference was ReCore, um, the game that um, has what KG and Afune attached to it. Um, that's the only game they even showed that the I game looks real good. In. Forty bucks, I mean, yeah, the, a couple months away. It does look really good, but that's that's part of why you know. Let's take it back to the very beginning. Why I said I think Sony had the better conference. They just had more games and more interest there. Uh, they had some other stuff. We'll get to in a second. Um, yeah, they did some other stuff. Um, before we leave the hardware stuff. I just want to mention um, the two terabyte. They're calling it limited launch edition, so that won't be around forever. They're saying, oh, um, which makes sense. It's only available in select markets as well. Which yeah, I don't which know what they mean by that at three ninety nine. That makes sense that they phase that out for the Scorpio when that launches late or twenty seventeen is what they said for that one. And holiday twenty seventeen. Holiday twenty seventeen, which is late. I, I guess it's earlier than late. Um, they say so one of the problems yeah. that I have with it um, is that they're still sticking to the spinning hard drive. Like you know, they're not going to give you a one terabyte solid state is drive. Is that a problem? Like, is it the is hard drive speed the slowest part? of Yes, it? that's the bottleneck for for all consoles right now. Uh, well, RAM is still a little bit, but it is mostly that hard drive. Well, like, I don't think I, that the RAM's as much of an issue um, with with uh, the DDR5 if that's what they're. Actually, did they even say that they're using DDR5? So, seeing comparisons, no. the only thing I can think... Like, it doesn't seem to make a huge impact, except for game install times, right? That's the biggest impact you get, right? No. No? No, it's, yeah. it's, it's launching games. It's turning on the console if you don't have, like, uh, the instant on. Um, it's, it's just loading apps. Like, everything that is on yeah. that console has to access that hard drive. And, yeah, it's... I mean, you think it's a bottleneck. Depending on the game, some games uh, stream full assets off of the hard drive instead of dynamically generating them. And the yeah. larger the asset it's streaming, that's bottleneck and choking up. Not to mention there's also a, um, a, I don't know how to word it, but like a stability, you know, moving hard drive, moving parts. That's just another point of failure in a console. Yeah, yeah I mean, the need of solid state's expensive to get one terabyte in there, right? <laughs> Or even I would be happier gigs. though to have uh, maybe like a three twenty or something. I don't think I could like live like that. State. I don't think I could live like that, Aaron. But uh, solid like, state, it's so fast. Once you have it, you can't go back. But and my my Xbox and my PS4 are both like filled up. I'm constantly deleting stuff on five hundred gigs. No way I could live off three twenty. Uh, solid state's great, but it's not. That we need mass storage with these huge things. Games are fifty gigs. Uh, a lot of the times. Yeah, but who's playing more than 10 games at a time? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a combination of things. We need to move away from, from the spinning drives. We need to have um, faster internet with, um, without caps. So that way, you don't have to worry about, if like, if you want to play a certain game, you're like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and start downloading it. After about three minutes, you can already start playing. So some games do that really well. Like Uncharted Collection, I was able to play the game after six gigabytes was downloaded out of the 45 gigabytes, because they did a smart thing where after you open the game for the first time, you select which game you want to play, they start downloading that game first, and they Master download like, the first mission. Master Chief did the same thing. Yeah, Master Chief did the same thing. So some games are smart about it. Some games, 
like ba- I got Star Wars Battlefront. That was ridiculous. It's like play as Darth Vader for like two hours while his game installs from the disc. Like that was a game installed from a disc and it still took forever. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, Solid State. I'll be curious. Like, do you think that'll hit as a mainstream thing this generation, or is that PS5, no. Xbox Two <laughs> territory? So- I think that this like console upgrade thing is just going to be something that we're going to have to get used to. I mean, if if you're in the consoles, because there's no way that you can have something like last generation where it went for seven to eight years on basically the like same hardware. This is um, the if last you want to keep up with with PC gaming, then you're going to have to come out with these consoles every two years or so. Okay so I think um, that I think that yeah, like solid state years. will be a thing. I think three or four years. I don't think two. I think two years is too fast. I think people will get upset by that pace. But this but, this is four years after have originally. to happen because I mean, look how fast. Like, if you compare console games um, at the end of the last generation compared to what PC games were at, it just blew them away. So, like, if if you want to have that quality of gaming and not feel like you're left behind, they're gonna have to do. Two years or three years at the like the max. Part of the consoles though is they're able to optimize the hell out of their games. Look at yeah, Last, Last of Us. Would like to talk. Yeah, look at Last yeah. of Us versus the original PS3 games. Like you lose that ability to fine tune stuff, which I yeah, guess you're still moving. pushing that console to the limit. Like that is the best you can do on the PS3. Was the Last of Us? Yeah, I guess. I guess also, I'm, and, this may be old school thinking, but limitations <laughs> help you create art versus like. I don't know. Boundless. I don't know. There's a point where like the, the limitations of a console help you make some well, really cool things. Well, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm completely okay with the console upgrade cycle, uh, especially if you know. Essentially, all of your purchases will be good for may, you know not just the next upgrade, maybe the upgrade after that, and the following upgrade. You might have to consider uh, you know buying something new. Well, I, if they extend it out so that you can skip a couple generations of improvements without ma- – kind of like on an iPhone. You know, you don't need every single iPhone unless, you know – Unless you collect them. <laughs> yeah. Um, with Microsoft, it sounds like this is the last uh, – we don't have generations like we had with the 360 and PS3 more. It sounds like the Xbox One family is just here's gaming, here's Xbox – you're going to yeah. get faster Xboxes over time, every couple of years. The Xbox One games you bought and, and the launch period will work on the newer ones. And you'll have this collection of games that just works and will never have the deal with backwards compatibility again. The 360 games that were porting the Xbox One, those will work on all the newer. So it sounds like we're in the last generation for Microsoft, at least. And eventually, you'll have games that are Scorpio only, I think. They haven't said that, but that's got to be the case at some point. Yeah. yeah, I think so. But the original, but the games that were, um, so your games will follow you upwards, at least. So it's kind of a cool future with that in mind. Dude. You, you don't have to rebuy well, games. and Especially um, with the extreme power disparity between the base Xbox One and the Scorpio. Yeah, right. you're, going to, you're going to have to get that. Scorpio exclusive content sooner or later. Yeah, they're they're not saying it's doing it, but they, they, come on, they got to. The Neo's going to do exclusive content eventually, uh, and all that, uh, but not right away. It'll be a, a while, I'm sure. Um, 
But other hardware stuff, uh, new Xbox wireless controller comes with the S. It's Bluetooth, which is part of their Play Anywhere thing that we'll talk about later. That is which awesome. connects, connects your PC, Aaron, your PC game. This is, you want this controller, but I do. Yeah, because right now, if you want to use the Xbox controller, you have to use this little like wireless uh, USB adapter. Yeah, and uh, so I tend to just use the DualShock Four because it's Bluetooth. So yeah, and then uh, yeah, it's Xbox a nice controller. Uh, it is, yeah. And uh, Xbox Design Lab, you can create your own one-of-a-kind controller for $80, additional $10 if you want engraved, and you can do some crazy color combos. This is not the S controller, sadly. I, I hope they roll this out to the S controller. Like That seems like a good excuse to like sell S controllers eventually. I don't see that staying for long. What, this idea or the original yeah. Xbox controller? No, the... Customize your own. I oh, I do. Oh, this could be a huge hit. I'll make tons yeah, of money on this. Think about like the other companies that are already doing this. So, like scuff controllers and things like that. People just want to have something custom, and so if they can, you know, push this out, it's cheaper than if you get it from anywhere else. It'll make so Plus, much money. You know, it's from you know, like Microsoft itself. Like, I mean, people are going to be doing this. This is going to be birthday gifts. Year. I mean. Yeah. This will be. They'll make so much money off this. I mean, you'll have yeah. people that have like ten controllers because they just want to design something like every couple of years. But those or, those scuff controllers you're talking about are more than just paint jobs. They have yeah. you know different different uh, uh, resistance on triggers and uh, analog sticks and different D pads and so on and so forth. You know, this is really nothing more than just a paint job. But, but what doing they're well. doing here is they're trying to. All right, so like from. You got to think about like from like their perspective, they're losing money because they're like, hey, these people are going out and they're buying these controllers from like these other third party companies. Why don't we do that? So they came out with um, like the Xbox um, like Elite controller that has all of like the customization and everything that those people want from those kind of scuff controllers, and it's cheaper. And then now they're like, if you just want to customize like the look of it, then here you go, you have an option that's cheaper than these people as well. You put your gamer tag on it, people yeah. go nuts. I mean. I kind of want to design one, but I already have like three controllers. Like I've got the Titanfall controller, I've got a Call of Duty controller, got the black original one. Um, they also announced an Xbox Elite wireless controller for Gears of War Four. It's limited edition. It'll be a hunt. Wait, it'll be available in limited quantities for two hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm probably not buying the two hundred dollar one, but if I were to buy another controller, I would just be going with the uh, Elite. How much are those Elites? One fifty. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. So fifty dollars premium on this. Okay, I do. I used to. I used to have this idea of collecting all the limited edition controllers, but I think I'm going to be smart with money now. Um, <laughs> I like those 3ds's. Yeah, I, I, I spent so much money on 3ds as well. I was. I feel like Sorry. the end of Shin, I feel like at the end of Schindler's list, I could have done more. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So speaking about like the hardware, you know, changes and um, and like coming out with with these consoles like mid-cycle um i think that what's really pushing this is the the steam boxes when you think about you know these steam boxes now are people are like wanting these because they're pc quality but they're cheaper you have a huge uh, like library um, are they selling yeah, i thought yeah, those I were a total flop they're selling any traction like, decent. okay i thought that was a flop i heard that was a flop somehow I mean, the they're not as. Appears to be a flop. 
Yeah, Steam Controller is kind of interesting, but I, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like the whole um, like idea of the Steam Box, like whether or not they're selling well or not. It's like this this idea that you can purchase this thing. Um, it's going to last like a long time. It's going to be able to run your games at you know the highest settings. Um, you have uh, like a digital store that you purchase all your things from, and that's what I think of with um, like the new Xbox. Um, with you know like the crossplay and all that stuff it just seems like they're they're moving towards like this integration with pc gaming to where it's like here that you can play your games on the pc with like windows 10 and you can also have this other box you know they had this funny pitch of need to go out grab your windows computer to game out while you're out and about it's like yeah who does that i mean i can see it playing in a different (laughs) room on your windows computer uh, that makes sense, but like well, it's not—it's not a Vita. You're not like bringing this thing as a handheld. And you see, I know that you know you think it might be the Steam boxes, but I actually think it might be a combination of uh, just the way people have gotten used to upgrading their phones, combined with Apple's newest Apple TV. It hasn't done much, but there—I think people are worried what it could do for living room gaming and that that gaming market. Yeah, Apple doesn't. Make a controller yet? So once they do, things could happen. Um, but you can use a lot of different controllers with it already. I mean, that'd be hilarious if the new Xbox controller was MFI certified. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, use the Steam controller with your Apple TV. So. Oh, that's hilarious! Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, <laughs> other oh, I, I should mention all, Xboxes are being like. Black uh, Friday sale right now. You can get refurbished for one eighty nine. They're selling new ones for like two thirty. Like if you want like an original OG fat Xbox One, they're cheap. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 They're pretty pretty cheap. One eighty nine is pretty uh, on the eBay. They have refurbished ones for one eighty nine, like official eBay partner type thing. New Egg has like two thirties um, for like a Gears of War bundle. Um, so yeah, I just thought I'd mention that. Um, the Xbox Live news out of this is we're going to have clubs on Xbox Live. Club Xbox. I think, you know, <laughs> just saying. I, yeah, I don't think we could get that name, Club Xbox, on the Club Xbox Live. Anyways, that'd be hard to I do. I doubt that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so allow you to connect with gamers and create private <laughs> communities with people who have similar gameplay styles, personal interests, and values. Uh, Phil Spencer mentioned, like, the... Dads with Kids Club, where you're in bed by nine, so finding other people that are like that. Um, I'm all for that club. Like, they're a club for people that don't want to voice chat. I'm sure there will be all sorts of different ones. People, like, I want to make a club for playing Perfect Dark, because that game's awesome. And it's uh, on Xbox with Rare Replay. Um, there's looking for a group on Xbox Live, so if you're in a game and want to play multiplayer with a group, it helps you find a group. Uh, there's arena, so they're trying to so, get tournaments going. Talking about um, like the LFG on there, I'm kind of concerned with this because uh, I don't know. Whenever I use LFG, it seems like people on there you don't find the best people. LFG and, looking for no, yeah, yeah. And uh, like, Xbox Live doesn't have the best community as far as people being respectful. <laughs> and it's gonna be quite the understatement. Be, yeah, you're going to see some pretty terrible stuff on there, I'm assuming. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll be curious how <laughs> it all goes. The clubs could be cool. I mean, that you might find some good group people that you wouldn't otherwise. 
They've, I think they've tried this stuff before and they're retrying it again. Um, I don't know. Crawl, I, yeah. I, I'm open to the idea and I understand what Aaron's saying. Though I'll be honest, um, the few games I've played online, um, The Division, I was in the Fable Legends beta. Uh, I don't play much online, but the times I've played online, I've managed to have good people to play with, no, no rudeness or any issues like that. Um, but I think it's more interesting that a lot of game companies have already created their own workarounds for pickup groups and stuff like that. And not to mention, what's this going to do, you know, what, six, nine months ago, everybody was talking about cross-platform play. How's this going to affect that? I don't know. Phil Spencer was very keen on saying we want to connect with all the online communities that let us, hinting that they'd like to play online with PS4s, I think. But Sony doesn't want that to happen, I don't think. I don't believe... No, like, I think it's the other way around. I think that Sony wants that, um, and I think everyone else wants that, but I think that Microsoft really doesn't want it, because when you look back historically, they're the ones who have been, like, holding it up. They're the reason why you can't have cross-platform these days. These days, if Phil Spencer is touting, we want to connect yeah. with all of these things, because it makes sense no, for those small... just talk. I think it's you think it's just talk? It sounds yeah. pretty genuine. Like all these small indie games that have online doesn't make sense to just be on one platform because there's not enough people. But if you can buy on all of them, you can play online. Right. So straight. look back at like uh, like the Rocket League thing. That's what they made like a big deal about. Something yeah, like Rocket League. Yeah. Like, hey, we're gonna do cross-platform play, and then so everyone's like, this is amazing, you know? But, Does it do PS4 and Xbox? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, okay, that's cool. But like, they're the ones who who didn't want it from the start. They said no to Rocket League cross-platform play. They said no to Final Fantasy uh, 14. Like they, like they're the ones that were holding it up. So, actually, it was. I don't uh, know Final why they're getting all this praise now. It was Final Fantasy 11. They said no to. Um, well, and with Final is, Fantasy 14. No, because Square it's didn't not approach them about it. They specifically stayed away because of their experience with 11. And this is relevant because by the end of E3. Square uh, was basically saying, yes, we are open to bringing Final Fantasy XIV to the Xbox platform. There's some things that have to be changed that are in negotiation, but we are open to the idea again. Yeah, I just so, don't think it's ever going to happen. I, that would be an amazing day. For, for I bought Destiny twice, it. Aaron, because I wanted to play with both people. Yeah, How stupid is that? I have it <laughs> twice. I played it. I didn't play really at all on Xbox. I own it on Xbox because that's where I do most of my online play. But then I ended up playing most of it on my PS4. So the PS4 version's better. So that, no, I was, there are people on that that I want to play with <laughs> that that they that don't normally play any online games except they they play Destiny. They don't play anything else on the PS4 <laughs> online. It was a weird, weird thing. I yeah, it's. Bizarre. But anyways, um, cross-play, as we're talking about, Windows 10 Xbox One can play uh, multiplayer games, uh, select games, including Gears of War 4, Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon 3, Sea of Thieves, Scalebound, between Xbox One and PC. Minecraft players on iOS, Android, Windows 10 phone, and Windows 10 devices can all join together in cross-device multiplayer fun. So are you excited about the Minecraft stuff? Uh, it sounds like the servers can also be... Uh, you know, if your private servants online, so people can. I remember, like, I had to have my Xbox on for you guys to play on my server. So that sounds like that's going away, which is awesome. Yeah, they they talked about this as soon as uh, like Microsoft um, like bought Minecraft. Um, that 
they were wanting to have it, you know, like integrate. They want to have one version of Minecraft all across, you know, all platforms. So it seems like they're they're finally working towards that. Everywhere but Wii U and PS4. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. But uh, that woman who was doing like the iPad <laughs> thing was so weird. She was like, yeah, I got an Xbox Live achievement on an iPad on stage at E3. That was like super weird. Yeah. <laughs> the last software oh, was we have Cortana coming, which okay, cool. I'll see how that goes. Um, I think that's in beta now for people in the preview program. And then the last software thing, language region independence, which is really cool if you're wanting this. So basically you can separate the OS system language from the game language. So say you want to play some games in Japanese for whatever reason. Say you want to play Scalebound, which is a Japanese developed game in Japanese. You can now do that without changing your system uh, language. That's pretty forward-thinking feature, I think. Yeah. Pretty, so that's cool. Pretty awesome. Yeah. And now on to the games. Um, so do you have any highlights before we get going, Aaron, on these? Um, on the Xbox? Highlights uh, on, on the games. Any, any favorite games that were announced at the Microsoft oh, Yes. I have uh, so Halo Wars two number one like have you played the original? It's just so good. Yeah, I mean Halo Wars one was was awesome. I mean it explain this flaws. game. Explain the two. All right. So the the rumor is that when Halo was originally conceived, it was going to be um, like an RTS game like Halo Wars, um, and then they ended up going true. It's true. I don't know. I haven't seen yes, anything to confirm was, that. But not, not yeah. only not only was it originally going to be an RTS, it was originally advertised and uh shown as a mac game like mac exclusive yeah yeah it was going to be a mac game originally yep which is why steve jobs presented it at at one of their keynotes they did i remember that presentation yeah, and and then it like and then it never it's well weird. it it did come out but it was i first played that game on my mac actually just saying yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so so this, I mean, Halo Wars was just awesome. So basically, you know, it's just like an RTS. You build up your base, you you get the, like your units, and you go out and destroy the enemy. Um, it had a lot of fun um, online multiplayer, um, but it did have some flaws. As so, like you you could get to like your your highest unit pretty quickly and just go and like destroy whoever you're playing against. <laughs> and it, it's like the matches only last ten minutes, so that wasn't fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's been a long time been, though, right? It's been like ten years. It's been a this? long time. Yeah, this so is not your they... annualized sequel. <laughs> yeah, but it looks good. Um, apparently, there's like a demo that went on this week. I didn't play it because I, I heard totally it went about it bad. Like it was hard. Like it, you couldn't get past the launch screen. I heard. Oh really? Um, I hear it actually got extended though. It did today. They probably fixed it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Might have to check that out. It's so um, developed in one. partnership with 343 Industries and Creative Assembly. Yeah. February 21st, 2017 is Play Anywhere game, which, uh, I mean, Play Anywhere games are games that you buy digitally, you get both places, Windows 10 and Xbox, which is pretty cool. Yeah, which means my Xbox is now even going to get less use because if I can just get an Xbox game, because that's the only reason why I have it, so I can play these, you know, like exclusive Xbox games. If I can play it on my PC, that's where I'm going to do. And it. I don't think Microsoft cares. Like the bunch of people making the yeah, fuss out of this Twitter, it's like they just want you <laughs> playing games. If it's on Microsoft Windows OS on a PC versus Xbox, they don't really care. 
Yeah. But the only I mean, reason for that at this point is because if the game's capable of 60 frames per second, I want to be able to play it constantly at 60 frames per second. Because your, your pixel's not, or your, uh, you're one of those. Yeah, because PC master that's the that's the biggest <laughs> issue that I have with, with consoles is that they can't consistently do 60 frames. So Scorpio is like your dream box, so it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's pretty cool. Like, So you're in the all-digital future then, in this route, right? All-digital. Yeah, it took me yeah. a while to, to uh, come around to it, uh, but yeah, I'm yeah. all digital now. I'm that way unless it's a crazy, stupid deal where I can't pass it up. <laughs> yeah. And, well, it's and, like and even, what's that? It's like I said with that. I've got room already for all the collector's editions and stuff that I buy that it's not hard to have some extra cases there. And I I let friends borrow games and you know multiple consoles myself. It's just so easy for me to stay physical for now. So yeah, I, I get you. I'm in a, an apartment with limited storage, and it, man, is a nice jump from game to game that they're all installed. You just jump from game to game. It's pretty great. And uh, I'm okay not buying the limited edition collectors editions anymore. Um, I I will. It's weird, like Uncharted Four. When I'm ready for it, I may end up paying like full price for that game, even though I can get it cheaper through Best Buy Gamer Club Unlocked, because I know it's a quality game that I'm gonna want digitally. Games that are more throwaway that I might get for like twenty bucks or ten bucks on disc, and you know, not care about as much. So it really depends on the game. Um, but uh, let's see. Other games in Microsoft's event, Ark Survivor, Survival Evolved. Um, I'm not actually quite sure what this is. So it was their first so on their press release. List. This has been on PC. It's been on Steam for, for a little while. Um, as, um, what do they call it? Like, like an early access yeah. game? Yeah. But, well, it's in the Xbox um, preview program, which is the same thing. Yeah. And I'm not really sure exactly what the game is. It seems kind of like you're in... Um, like uh, prehistoric times, and well, stranded like, naked, like freezing and, and starving on a mysterious island. This sounds like the Legend of Zelda. Um. No, it's like um, <laughs> it's the new survival genre, like um, Daisy or um, uh, Rust, stuff like that. Except you've got it's like Daisy and Rust meets Monster Hunter. You can learn how to tame, train, and breed and ride dinosaurs and primitive creatures. That's kind of yeah. you can learn how to breed dinosaurs. That, that, that oh boy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. Um, but that sounds cool. Um, play split screen locally. I like that. So I got split screen local player. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice. That's cool. There's like no games nowadays that come out with any it's, sort of local play. <laughs> so nice, and that's there. It's so nice. Yeah, uh, Battlefield One. One for World War One. <laughs> that was a war that happened, people. Um, not just World War Two. Um, so uh, I thought this was like an interesting uh, turn of events here because um, so Call of Duty last gen was you know like Xbox like they were partnered like Activision you know they released the content over there like a month before and it was like that the entire. Uh, the entire life of the Xbox 360. Um, and then when PlayStation 4 comes out, all of a sudden, you know, Activision partnered up with Sony. And so now, you know, you have like Destiny, you have uh, um, like Call of Duty content coming to mm-hmm. PlayStation first. Um, and shut up the conferences. Yeah. And so now um, 
with like the backlash against uh, the new Call of Duty game, people are like, I don't want all this space stuff. It looks ridiculous. The oh, only reason why people so want this game is because it comes with a copy of Modern Warfare 1, like a remastered version. Space looks so good, though, Aaron. <laughs> I want space battles. It looks terrible. It looks Moonraker, terrible. man, but done better. But then, like, the Battlefield Wait, did, 1 you need to watch. So, Aaron, the trailer I heard was terrible. But go ahead, watch the PS, the Sony event where they show off Call of Duty. It looks so great. And people that were originally pessimistic like you were enthralled. <laughs> so after we're done with this, give it a watch. I yeah, think we'll you'll see. have a change of heart. But then, like, the Battlefield 1 comes out and everyone's like, what? We're going back to, like, World War One. This is amazing. And everyone, like, wants this game. So, so it's interesting to me. It's like, okay, Activision made the switch over to PlayStation. Now... Uh, like EA uh, mm-hmm. Battlefield on like Xbox One is this going to start a new kind of you know thing there where like Battlefield is now going to be like the Xbox you know first person shooter game yeah um, uh, well, last year's Battlefall Two oh right yeah, Battlefall Two is cross platform <laughs> now uh, Battlefield last year's Battlefield I heard didn't work for the longest time is that accurate Aaron. It had some issues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this one like, hopefully not so much. Yeah, um, I bought Hardline for like four dollars and sixty cents on PS4 this couple days ago. So I'm gonna play the campaign of that. Yeah, we'll see. That I was really excited for that game. I bought it twice, but you, you bought it twice. Which, got which, on PlayStation, and then I was like, oh, "This is full fun," price? but like, yeah, and I was <laughs> like, "This is fun," but you know that frame rate. I need that frame rate. So oh god! PC. <laughs> oh no. Was this, was Hardline the one that had all the issues? Was that the one um, that it Nova? didn't have? I mean, it had a little bit of issues. It it just uh, it didn't really have a lot of replayability to it. I think yeah, for four hours and sixty cents, I'll be happy with the campaign. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, uh, that's you know that's that's cheaper than any movie I can buy on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Battlefield One that looks kind of cool. Uh, October twenty first, and this is. Not exclusive, right? No, it's not exclusive. Nope. Played first on Xbox One with EA Access in the 13th. So there, that's where you get to play first. Yep. Um, but 21st, which is a week before, a bunch of other games are coming out, um, including Titanfall, which we'll get to later. There's another one that comes out that same day. They might not have announced it at the Microsoft event. Um, but they're going to have 64-player Modes, sixty-four people. Yeah. Well, what's they used to have thirty-two? What was the old max? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but kind of crazy. This just sounds insane. Let's get sixty-four people. of our closest friends, Aaron, and play Battlefield yeah. One. They're gonna have huge maps. That's one of the things that they were talking about. Is that the map size is just it's like it's like unprecedented. So sixty-four people, man. I'm yeah. okay with that. I mean, honestly. Uh, I hearken back, you know, to the good old days of GoldenEye, so to speak, and it's so much better with the more people that you have because computers and bots and stuff like that, it's just not the same. Oh, those yeah. Perfect Dark bots, man, those are a lot. Those are blasts. They still work the same. <laughs> <laughs> those, yeah, those bots are very predictable once you figure them out. Yeah. It's just like... Yeah, I, I'll tell you, the bots in Titanfall made me feel so good at the game. <laughs> at the end, and then that's like... Oh no! I just I got one kill and like I killed ten bots because I, I couldn't kill people. But I uh, think that the way they did that was actually really good because 
although you were playing online with other players, even if you weren't at their skill level, it really didn't matter so much because you wouldn't encounter them all the time. You would encounter bots as well. I like that because so, I suck at yeah. multiplayer games. Those bots let me still have fun. Uh, Dead Rising 4 is coming out on holiday 2016. No date yet. Um, I've never played a Dead Rising game. Have you guys played any of these zombie games? Yeah, I played Dead Rising 3, and it got really repetitive. It yeah. Was, I don't know. I didn't Does this one look like better? Did you get it? Nah, it just looks the same to me. Okay. I enjoy the Dead Rising games because it's zombies, but with humor to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy 15. Coming out September 30th, 2016. And uh, the PlayStation event, they showed off a weird-looking VR experience within this game. Um, I've never played a Final Fantasy game, I must admit. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I should understand. be ashamed, shouldn't I? I don't understand that. I should be ashamed. I mean, I don't know where to start now. There's 15 of them. How am I going <laughs> to catch up? They <laughs> stand alone. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to miss out the whole storyline. <laughs> I think no, I, that the problem uh, that they have here with, with Final Fantasy XV, like showing it off at E3, is they chose this really boring scene. Horrible. They're just Yeah, they're just showing this giant arm that keeps swiping at them. <laughs> right. And they destroy the arm, and it's like, okay, that's it. And it's like, what? That was the worst <laughs> demo I have ever seen. Yeah. They're not a good showing. Even in the but PlayStation I, 1 wasn't any better with the VR experience. Like, that looks bad, too. Well, I don't know. Okay, see, I've, I've read conflicting reports about the VR experience, and I guess we should probably wait to talk to that and or talk about that until we get back to... Oh, we'll have a whole VR discussion at the Sony section here. Oh, you have no idea. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, um, the uh, Final Fantasy fifteen. it just... It looked beautiful, but it was just the worst demo I've ever seen. But I, I'm looking forward to it because it looks like Sony is or uh, Square is working real hard to make Final Fantasy once again be the this is what good graphics look like, you know, the standard bearer. But they're only doing this in 30 frames per second. <laughs> like it, like seriously, I, I was so good thirty frames there. It's like really, we're only doing thirty FPS, and even um, Wii U does sixty FPS on Mario Kart. <sighs> I don't understand it. <laughs> I didn't know that. It does look good, though. Um, I'm I'm going to go hard on that game. <laughs> I don't know if my eyes can take it. Oh gosh, PC <laughs> masterclass. Oh, uh, next up, Forza Horizon 3, featuring Australia. Um, September 27th, 2016, playing a anywhere title exclusive to Microsoft platforms. And uh, they were racing on the beach, which I, I would have figured they would have crashed. I don't think the cars could have done what they were showing on the beach. <laughs> Do you think the sand would have worked that well with that? I, mean, I don't know. It looked beautiful, I'll tell you. I've got two Forza games. One I bought accidentally and got for free and the other one I bought on purpose um, they're fun I don't know they're racing games this is not is this a big improvement to me you guys are you guys into the Forza games no 
I've yeah. never played any Forza games, uh, but I will say that their trailers always look awesome. Like they I do. always like when I see it, I'm like, man, I want this game, and then I never get it. So I don't know. They're fun games to like zone out to and listen to podcasts on. I mean, that's that's always. Uh, I don't know. I They're have fun pretty with that. games. Um, oh, we forgot to mention, like in one of the Xbox updates that's coming out, you'll be able to load a folder on your OneDrive of music that can play throughout your system and during games. Yeah, so that's yep. the thing. Yep. Background music. Their background music is what they said. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Gears of War 4, Xbox One, and Windows 10 exclusive. Has Gears of War always been an Xbox game? Yes. It has. Okay. Yep. yep. It's a new saga. Um, so basically, it sounds like this is a new story. I haven't played any of the Gears of War games. Is that true? I mean. <laughs> I haven't played them. Um, I have the the first one, like remaster on Xbox One. It came with like a code when I bought my Xbox, and I have never installed it. <laughs> this game supports split screen co op as well as online co op. Split screen co op, it's becoming a thing again. This is exciting. Yep. Good. October eleventh, twenty sixteen, is a play anywhere title uh, using Unreal Four. So yeah, and that should be that should be good. Uh, it's weird, like, they, at one of the conferences they announced a Metro, I think, game. Um, What's that? that? Say that again? Metro? Is that right? The Maybe not. I, I don't think... think... Yeah, I, I don't remember them announcing a Metro. I don't know. I might have missed that. Yeah, we'll get to it maybe it's, later. It's like an older game. Uh, the one that had the trilogy with the third game having the controversial ending. I think of the right game. I, I don't worry. Really, okay. Yeah, don't well, when we get to it, I'll bring it up. <laughs> uh, Gwent world premiere of closed beta on Xbox One, Windows Ten. So um, this was crazy because uh, it's like The Witcher Three, you know, huge game, and it's awesome because it's game. this huge open world sandbox game. Uh, it looks really good. It has this awesome combat and story. All these side quests, but the thing that people love most about this game is this little card game within it. And hey, don't like... don't don't say that in a derogatory <laughs> manner. No, I'm not. It's 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 just crazy that there's like, I mean, so like sometimes whenever I play Witcher Three, I'll play like this card game for hours, just like playing Gwen. <laughs> and it's like it's kind of like um, like launching um, like Animal Crossing just to play uh, like NES tennis. <laughs> you know, like uh, it's just interesting. So now they're doing a spin off this entire game just for Gwen. But yeah, when uh, people who have been talking about it said it's it's more than just uh, checking a block type of thing. There's a lot to the game, apparently. Yeah, yeah, the game looks really simple when you first play it. You're like, oh, this is a simple game, but it gets very complex. Like, I mean, yeah, it's it's really good. Like, I wish that they would actually come out with like real cards. Like, I would love to play this game. You know, they they mentioned like people were making fan cards, their own decks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Inside is the next up game. The next game up, it, it's a follow up to Limbo, um, which is a hit, which is now free on Xbox. I down, I got that uh, a couple days ago for free. Um, and Dark Art, Emotional, and GameCraft. It's a venture puzzler. This game comes out June 29th, available for pre order now. Um, I forget this part of the conference. Do you guys remember this at all? No, I don't. Yeah. Okay. But I'm sure it'll be great. Um, 
Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, no, I mean, I don't remember a lot of the stuff near the end um, myself, but that's because, I mean, I, I focused on the big highlights and catching what I could type of thing. Yep, cool. Um, Recore, September 13th. We've already talked about how awesome this looks like. Um, September 13th, that's coming up quick. I'm excited for this. 40 bucks. I'm in. This will be my next, I think this will probably be my next Xbox game I buy. Um, probably, most likely here. But uh, there's this dog thing that's like a robot. <laughs> I don't know how to describe this game. I think we already mentioned it a little <laughs> bit more, uh, before. Um, Basically what they did is they just took the things that, that have been pretty popular in, in like recent years. You have a dog companion or you have a robot. Can I shoot the dog, Aaron? Can I shoot the dog? Sure. I, I shot the dog it. and called it a ghost and then I was, then it killed me. <laughs> Yeah, you're crazy. What happens? You always want to shoot the dog. I just want to see what Did happens. Did you play Fallout? Did you try shooting your dog? I didn't play Fallout yet. <laughs> That's getting games getting cheap. Games are getting cheap these days. So. Yeah. Um, sea of Thieves is next up, exclusive to Xbox One and Windows Ten. Developed by developed by Rare, which is why this game looks intriguing. So there's lots of aspects to this ship. There's uh, this game. There's Wind Waker aspects of like exploring this world and finding things, which you can do single player on smaller boats. What they showed was a bigger boat, which requires three people, one to tell you where to steer, another to steer, and I forget what the other one did. Um, but basically you're a man in a boat, and you're in this world and having pirate battles. and It looks pretty great, I think. Um, I'm curious how far the single player experience is because I don't have a lot of time to man a boat with some friends. Like, am I going to find two people to play boats with? I don't know. So here's the interesting thing about this game: they say that the wor- that the whole game is going to like change over time. You know, like, and it just reminds me of things like like Destiny, um, like uh, um, the Division in. You know, like there's a bunch of other games that are like this where they want you to play this for years at a time and they're going to keep, you know, like doing updates and things. It's like, how many of these games can you really get to where it's just you keep investing all this time into? That sounds weird for Rare. Yeah, it does. But I mean, it seems to be a trend, so I'm not really surprised that they're trying to jump on. And it's kind of a cartoon style, is that right? Uh, I don't recall exactly. Or, it's not realistic. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So it's a nice change of pace visually, I think, too. I mean, this. Do I dare say, is this the first good Rare game since Perfect Dark? <laughs> it could be. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Coming out, no release date. Um, never mind. <laughs> State of Decay 2, Xbox One and Windows 10 exclusive. Um, no, timed exclusive. Oh. Their press release is very... Um, <laughs> Deceiving. They're good at that. Uh, at least I was 90% certain that one was a timed exclusive. Okay. Players work together to build lasting communities where choices make and shape this uh, world. Um, any thoughts on this one? I'm, I've liked State of Decay 1. I own it. Actually, I own the um, uh, year one survival edition that got re-released on the Xbox One. So I'm interested in State of Decay 2. Okay. Uh, so to to go back to Sea of Thieves real quick, mm-hmm. um, it will not be the best game since Perfect Dark. 
Conquer's Bad Fur Day came out after Perfect Dark. Now, <laughs> Conquer's Bad Fur Day better or worse than per- I get Conquer's Bad Fur Day was a good game, so I shouldn't say that. I uh, like I don't know if it was better, but it, it was good. It was definitely like a good game that came out after. It was Perfect good. Dark, so. They got to use curse words on sixty four. I'm all on board. I haven't played that game yet, but it's on Rare Replay. I need to play Wait, that. you haven't played at all? No, it's oh, like it's an $80 so N64 game or more. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been so like $200 good. before, but I have it now. Just, it's on Rare Replay. It. I got to play yeah. it. How long is that game? It's pretty short. Is it? Um, yeah, I don't know how, how okay. long exactly, but... Well, I'm so excited that's in Rare Replay. Cause I, and tried. it's really funny, so... Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it is. And I guess... Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts was halfway decent, is what I hear. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. Skillbound next up. Playing word title in 2017. No date. This I am th- you're on board with this, sir. I am hesitantly optimistic. I like platinum games. I want to see them do something, you know, that looks I, first of all, and I also love fantasy Skyrim type of stuff. So I'd love to see what Platinum has to do with that kind of a world. But I also worry that Platinum has just had too much on their plate and their quality has been all over the place because of that. Hey, hey, hey. Let's, let's take a breather here and say they have A, B's, A teams and B teams. The A teams got to work on like Wonderful 101, Bayonetta 2. The B teams got to work on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and other like money grabs. So this could be their A team that they're going to output something really great. I'm I got, he- cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I got to say, more excited last year with your initial reveal and that trailer versus what they showed today, or this week. I did, was not as impressed this time around. I'm not sure if it's because it's like more expected, but I'm not sure what it was, but less exciting this time around. Um, Tekken 7, who's excited about some more Tekken? No. no, I think they need to stop. <laughs> I mean, we got we got Pokemon, we got Pokemon tournament on the Wii U. That's the one to play, I think. Right? I'm actually okay with that because it's something different. Tekken is so convoluted and ridiculous these days. I've never played a Tekken game. I must say, no. Yeah. Oh, just, and uh, I mean, and if, <laughs> yep. if you are interested, yeah, if you are interested in a fighter. Though I, I tried it on the Xbox One, Killer Instinct would be a better choice, but I was unimpressed with Killer Instinct on Xbox One. Injustice Gods Among Us is a good fighting game. Right? Yeah, that one's fun. That one's pretty I cheap. forgot about that. And they're doing a sequel, I hear, um, which we'll get to, I'm sure, later. Uh, Tacoma, I'm not quite sure what that is. Um, looks like a follow-up to Gone Home, which I heard rave things about that, so sure. Should be good. Which is the uh, free game this month on PlayStation Plus. So. Gone Home. One of them, yeah. 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 Oh. It's only like a, a two-hour game, but... Uh, How much you know, is Gone Home to buy? It, it got great reviews, though, so yes. I, I snatched Almost it up. Almost perfect reviews. Day, so. How much is Gone Home to buy it? I don't know. I don't have... Sure it's I, not that I much. Wanna, I, I want to... No. I don't have Gone Home yet, and I've heard amazing things. Uh, and I don't have PSN right now, so do I get PSN? It is more uh, it worth is twenty dollars. Just pay. It is more worth your while to just pay for a year of PSN. There are going to be other games that will justify that forty dollars difference yeah. between buying Gone Home. It does, and I realize the game saves don't go online unless I have PSN. 
Yeah. I mean, they do so many good free games on PlayStation. Anyway, you should just have PlayStation Plus, Tim. Everything lapsed out when I was on my, um, my, hiatus. my hiatus from pretty much all gaming. I don't know why you ever did that. You missed out on so much good stuff. Well, now I'm getting all the good stuff for cheap, Aaron. Yeah, but you're, but you're late. You're late to the game. I'm, I'm good with that. I lost like some weight <laughs> in the process, which is good. Um, Tom Clancy's The Division expansion number one underground. That does look good. I enjoy The Division. I'm I'm really hoping to get. And I'm also more excited because they are they are taking, pardon the pun here, a hard line with um, uh, cheaters and you know first you know first offense permanent lifetime ban type of stuff. Because there have been a lot of cheats and glitch exploits that have ruined the multiplayer of that game. Yeah, like I, I think it's good that they're actually doing something about it, but I think it's bad that they took so long to actually do anything about it. You know, like they didn't act on it for, for like a while. Um, and yeah. then they started seeing that people weren't playing the game and they're like, oh, okay, we need to do something about it. But I think that the only reason that they're actually starting to crack down is because they started seeing players start to fall off. Um, but if it wasn't for that, I think they're totally okay with you exploiting the game. So, in the last game, we happy. F- oh, that game, that expansion comes out June twenty eighth. Um, we happy few is coming out as well. It's a dystopian nineteen sixty four England, and I'm not. I understand. I understand yeah. that game is trying to make some sort of message, and I appreciate games that are trying to say something, but nothing about that actually looked entertaining to me. Fair enough. Yeah, it, and, it looks interesting. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of wanting to to know what this is all about. And the last Xbox thing I'll mention is if you want one of those t- over there TV tuners for your Xbox One, they're thirty bucks now on the Microsoft Store. Which is uh, big discount. I got one, and includes an antenna, so you're all set to go. I checked where I live, though. I would only get ABC, so it'd be thirty bucks to get over-the-air ABC. I'm not sure that's worth it for me. How do you only get ABC? <laughs> I'm in the middle of nowhere, in New Hampshire. Even where what? I work in Manchester. Why don't you have PlayStation View? Because that's like fifty bucks a month, Aaron. No, I have the cheapest one, and it's like thirty dollars. That's thirty bucks a month there, and I'd rather yeah, pay for. Yeah, and you're HBO. talking about like you you would get like ABC for thirty dollars. You can get. I already so I must preface. I already pay channels. for the Comcast a fifteen dollars a month live TV on my iPad and HBO thing. So if I want live TV, I can get it on my iPad for the few times I want it. So I do have that that little plan. No Xbox app yet, though. But, so, like, the nice thing about PlayStation View is that if you have a subscription, you can sign into all those apps on, like, any device using your PlayStation PlayStation account. Apple TV? Yeah. So, like, all the Apple TV apps, you can sign in on there and just Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the apps. There's not a PS View app for... No, no. Okay, gotcha. But, like, you know, apps for channels. I get you, like, HBO and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, I guess, that's it for Microsoft. Uh, S looks good. Scorpio looks great. I think they had a pretty good showing. Um, sea of Thieves is the one I'm most intrigued by. In terms of games, yeah, I'm most intrigued, like I said at the beginning, by ReCore. And, uh, yeah, so let's move on from them. Um, to I want to briefly mention Destiny, which is not coming to the old consoles, finally. 
The uh, 90% at this point are on the next gen. They'd have to take stuff out of the game if they want to continue on with that. So no 360 or PS3. So if you bought Destiny there, time to move on. Um, next, I'll briefly admit Microsoft land months away from mouse and keyboard support on Xbox One is yes. what they're saying, which that would be... Again, kinda... that wasn't in the conference, but there was a lot of news that came out of the con- outside of the conference that I really liked, such as that. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, so I guess real-time strategy games like Halo Wars 2 would do well there. But do I really yes. want a keyboard and mouse on my couch? Or is... I prefer to play with a controller, but I think it's... I mean, like we were talking about earlier, with the kind of like integration, you know, with like no difference between your PC and Xbox, this is what they want. Are they gonna are, are Xbox is gonna run Microsoft Office? You got a keyboard and mouse, it could. <laughs> I mean they're they're running Windows ten right now. I mean so, <laughs> so if you got a keyboard and mouse, it's basically a Windows ten computer. They're they're basically gonna like like that this is their ultimate goal of like, let's bring Windows everywhere. Yeah. In a real way. Okay, cool. Let's move on to Sony. So yeah, before we get started, here, or, they did yep. like the ultimate troll to uh, like Microsoft. I think they played it really well <laughs> because yes. they they not, or they they leaked these rumors about this new PlayStation Neo, and then so like everyone expects to hear about it, you know, this this last week, and then they're like, yeah, it's going to come out, but we're not going to talk about it. So now, well, like Microsoft has already showed their hand. They're like, this is what we got, and then so now PlayStation can. Well, they knew ahead of time. So Microsoft knew ahead of time this show that Neo was not going to be shown. Uh, Sony announced that. So they had time if they wanted to not announce it, they could. I think the reason they didn't, the reason they announced it is because of the S. I think if they did announce the S and scoring came out a year later, people would be angry they bought an S without knowing their long-term plans. This is more user favorable where people can enjoy their purchases and know what's coming. Can we take the conspiracy theory the other direction? There are multiple people that are saying that the Xbox Scorpio, you know, leak specs type of thing were so massive that the PlayStation Neo, which was already being planned and and in production, would not be able to compare. And Sony had to basically halt what they were doing to go back to the drawing board because it's kind of been a badge of honor for them how powerful it's been and they could not lose. So I heard that it as could well. have been a tr- yeah. it could have been a troll, but it could have also been a a last minute. You know what? We have to do what we have to do to make sure we continue to win. Did the specs leak on that? the The Scorpio? Did they know anything Not, before the show? Well, you see, official like. You know, it's running an eight-core, you know, Jaguar, but not the speeds of the cores. It's you know, a, a lot of information leaked. And, you know, if you're also working hardware and you know what they're using when they say six teraflops, you can kind of do your own math and and get estimates. And I think what ended up happening is they did their own math, they got estimates, and they're like, yeah, our PlayStation Neo isn't that powerful. It needs more. Yeah. Which, yeah, I think they will go back to drawing board because they want to be powerful, more powerful than Microsoft for sure. Um, Yeah. So Sony had such a fun show. And I say show. They so it, had a show. It was a, a show. They had a show. It was a show. Compared to, uh, the biggest uh, comparison is the EA, where it's just like soulless presenters who like give like the box art description of a game. 
with no care. This one, they didn't really have presenters. It was live orchestra. It was trailers. It was like maybe five minutes of people talking. It was a show about games, and it was amazing. It opened with like 10 minutes of God of War music, and as they played the trailer of God of War, which opened the show, I realized halfway through that trailer, the music from the trailer was being performed live. Yeah, yeah. so so I didn't see the, the whole conference, but I did skim through it, and, and I did like how they had that live orchestra, because I think it really just showed quality. You know, it, it just made it feel. It I want to like play all my games live orchestra now, Aaron. I want to hire orchestra yeah. to sit in my apartment while I play my games. I have the score. Do you I know, turn like music. Nintendo's been doing that for a while. We've had live, you know, live orchestra music like in inside Nintendo games for a while. We have, yeah. And it's it so yeah, good. It just it's it's really nice. So, so God of War. And, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, I was about to say, you mentioned it, and since we're talking about Sony... God of Dad. That, uh, yeah, well, uh, Dad of War. Dad of uh, War, yeah. God of the Last of Us, Last of War, whatever you want to call it. It looked like, yes, they took some serious cues from The Last of Us, and I couldn't be happier. It looks good. Um, so this is a, yeah, a cool part of this is when you teach your son something, like... I guess he you gain experience points, or he gains experience. Like there's some like mechanic where as you teach him, you get rewarded or something like that. The son is gaining experience. Yeah, son's gaining experience. And I don't know. Eventually, you may play as him. Like, no, I, I won't say anything. Um, <laughs> so I have to do spoilers. I won't do that. Um, anyways, uh, but God of War. I've never played a God of War game. Kratos God, seems. I, I know. I know. I didn't have a PS3 in its heyday, or you know. But this seems like a good... Van- it started jump- on PS2. I, I, I only I played Star Wars games on PS2, Jason. <laughs> Let's be real. I had like oh, all eight Star Wars games, and that's all I played. Um, I, I still have not played the Jack and Daxter series, which I need to play. Um, this looks like a good jumping-off point, though. It's just called God of War, even though it is a sequel to 3 is what they're saying. Um, Kratos looks like just a ridiculous character. He looks awesome. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm not overly fond of his... Uh, character design. Um, I know they're trying to make him kind of fit in with the Norse world that he's about to be part of. He's got a beard. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't care too old. much for it. Yeah, he's kind of got some <laughs> skin kind of flab going on. Well, so something interesting I heard in one of the interviews is this Kratos. He's trying to. He realized how soulless I guess he was in the first three games. In how this angry. game, how angry. So in this game, with his son, he's going to be like this anger-aholic that's like in recovery mode as his son's like softening him up a little bit from his anger issues. And he'll be like battling with that as the game goes on, like in a funny way. And well, I love the, you know, yeah. people were talking about the comparison. You, it could just as easily be that at the end of it, something's going to happen to his son and he's going to just... Hulk out on the Norse mythology. Right? Oh, man. That would be heartbreaking. I do love when the sun shoots Kratos. That was a great moment. Yeah. And he didn't get too angry about it, either. No. But, you know, he kind of reminds me of um, uh, Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner in the Avengers movie. I'm always angry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that was delightful. And I, I... that might be my first God of War play, game I play. How much does it being like 
all S is it like all escort missions? You think is that does that will they do this right or will it just feel bad being like I'm hoping they around? do it right. I mean, that's Last I, I of Us did it right. Yes. Yeah. Um, Kojima's new project, Death Stranding. This is the only game in the lineup that I think is way way far off 2018 or 2019. Every other game, uh, 2019 is, or 2020. <laughs> yeah, every other game announced today at this conference was 2016 or 2017, I believe, is their goal at yeah. least. Even though a lot are TBA and not really announced what their time frame is, but I think most were. So this one, Death Stranding, um, you got a old, you got a male that's given birth. He's got like had a C-section, and not just a male, not just a male. It's Norman Reedus. Should yeah. I know who this is? You don't know Norman Reedus? Do you? What? Who is this? Come on. Do you not Norman watch Reedus? The Walking Dead? Uh, it's been a while. Saints. Come on. It's been a while. Norman Reedus, okay. He also was the person who was at the reveal at the end of the PT trailer. Yeah. You know how much PT freaked me out. Yeah. Oh, man. I lo- PT and VR. Aaron, imagine, imagine if they poured a PT to VR. It's not happening. Man. They are. It's, it's called Resident Evil. 7. <laughs> yeah, Resident Evil Seven. It won't. Ah, we'll we'll get to that later. I, I don't wonder if it'll be as good. Um, have so, either of you played? Have either of you played the Resident Evil Seven demo that's available now? I've not played a no. single Resident Evil game in my entire life. What? Tim, Tim is there anything where have you played? Well, they're scary. I, you know. Yeah, they're scary. The, that's a part of it. You I don't buy the scary games it. as often. Live. Alien <laughs> Isolation was a rare purchase for me. It was scary, but I love Alien. The hey, Resident Evil 7 demo feels a lot like PT, like it was inspired by it. Um, and apparently it's not in the game at all, so it, it's not really much of a how is Resident Evil 7 going to play. Did but Kojima do really PT? Good. Yeah. Yes. And then he got... With Norman Reedus. Okay. Okay. This will be interesting. Um, Last Guardian. Release oh, this date. game looks so good. Release date is... Wait, what yeah. is release date? Uh, I thought they announced it. October 13th, I think. Okay, October 13th. 27th. No, 27th. 13th is the uh, PSVR. No, it's October 25th. Okay, sometime late October. 20-something. Something, yeah. Oh, oh, this is the same day... The 28th. This is the same day as Titanfall 2, right? I'm pretty sure. I think it's going to have way better sales than Titanfall 2. So this game... Jason, do you want to fill people in the backstory of this game if they don't already know? Okay, this game is the third game in the Eco Shadow of Colossus series. Um, it's one of the three big fish of the video game world with uh, Duke Nukem Forever and Half-Life 3. Um, and it... In the 10 years this game has been in development, the entire <laughs> Uncharted series has existed. I mean, you can count and name series that have come and gone in its development. It's been redevelopment over and over and over. It's one of the disappointing things about Sony's last conference is E3 last year, nothing from it has come out. So they were wise to really only show a date and give a little bit of video for this and move on. But uh, it's going to be big. Yes. Yep. Um, ten years of development. I'm sure they scratched many times and started... Like, when PS4 Had came to. out, they probably started from scratch, yeah. So, 
Uh, hopefully it's good. Hopefully it still isn't in development hell for so long that it's not good. It will be good. Yeah. You can tell just by looking even at a screenshot of this game. That so this big dog thing, am I going to cry? Bird dog. What? <laughs> it's a bird they dog. They call him yeah. bird dog. Bird dog? Bird am dog. I going to cry when he gets like hurt and stuff, I'm sure? Probably. Probably. Yeah, I'm going to have some tears this game. Okay. Uh, so Final Fantasy 15 was next up. They showed the VR uh, prompto experience, which, as we discussed earlier, doesn't look that great. I think. Okay, Unless no, you, do you have any thoughts I, on the VR stuff? Well, I, I said I'd come back to that. Okay, some people were basically saying that, okay, it it didn't really work in terms of VR, but then other people, especially Final Fantasy and or Fantasy in general fans who played the VR, basically said, you know, this is what I want from VR, is just being in these worlds that I've been around for so long that I've wanted to be part of. Um and not necessarily just related to Final Fantasy XV, but one thing multiple, multiple, multiple people have said is even though the PlayStation 4 is way less powerful than your VR that's powering computers, for example, Sony has done some amazing, amazing magic with the fidelity of the VR experience in the PlayStation VR headset. So this is one of the many games that is on my list that I will be buying and have and play on my PlayStation VR. Which you have pre-ordered. Yes, I have the big bundle pre-ordered, and I am going to go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and take a week off work. Oh, are you? Wow. Good for you. You're just going to live in VR for the whole <laughs> week. Something like that. Okay. You're going to get stuck in there, and you're not going to know when you take off the headset whether you're in reality or like VR. That's what's going to I'm I'm ready. My body is ready. <laughs> Aaron, are you a PSVR? Uh, are you sold nah. on it yet? Nope. You're I, not sold on it yet. So the VR thing, I think it, it sounds really interesting. Um, I do want it eventually, but I don't think I'm ever going to get it on a console. Really? When I get even it, a it's, Scorpio. Probably gonna be, it's probably going to be the Vive on PC. Not even a Scorpio PS or uh, no. a Scorpio VR. Since he's already got a good gaming rig, he really yeah. should go Vive. Well, I mean, you say that, but PSVR, I think, is going to have a ton of exclusives for that will never make their way. Like, I feel like with with VR at the price point, at like currently, you can only get one. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, so you're out of money bags. Anyway, you you didn't like turn into money bags overnight. Nah, nah. But you don't have like you have a, you have a shelf on your wall <laughs> with four headsets. Four, yeah. Which one do I want to <laughs> enter today? <laughs> I feel like if if I'm gonna do it, if I'm gonna go into VR, I'm gonna go all out and get from what I heard is the best experience, which is gonna be the Vive. Okay, yeah, so. fair enough. I am very interested in PlayStation VR and want. Uh, I'm saving up for it. Let's put, just put it that way. And uh, they announced after the conference, more pre-orders are opening up af, uh, mid, late summer. And that the PlayStation demos of VR are not just this Friday, Saturday that they pre-announced, but throughout the whole summer, they'll be moving from store to store, and there's a URL to check when they'll be in your location. Um, July, f- right before July 4th is when they enter my area, so I'm hoping to try it out then. But they're going to be going to I am not going to a VR demo because I don't want your germs on my face. <laughs> oh, they, they, I'm sure they got wet naps. They, they clean them wipes. off. Yeah, I, I played. You, I, I did an Oculus yeah. demo at PAX East. I, I was amazed. Um, when the, when the little knight jumped on my shoulder, my brain told my touch senses 
that something was standing on my shoulder and it freaked the hell out of me. <laughs> I'm um, curious, didn't you have a um didn't you kickstart the Oculus? No. No. Oh, I thought you were one of the people who kickstarted. I've mentioned no, I don't know PC. Really. What would I do with that thing? <laughs> oh yeah. I have a MacBook Air. <laughs> they ain't running no Oculus. No. Uh, so before we get, uh, they had a whole VR section that we'll get to in a little bit. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn next up on my list here. This is the game the everyone was talking about. Gorgeous. Everyone was freaking out about this game. This game looked, eh, it looked okay. I don't know. It looked okay. Looked is okay. It, <laughs> is this like a better version of Monster Hunter basically? Is this what this is? Uh, well, I mean, I. Sure. I mean, I don't know much more about the game, but um, it is getting praise, and I use that term loosely, but rightfully so. It seems to have a strong female protagonist who isn't a ditz, an airhead, or anything like those, like that, and she is fully clothed. You know, it's is that a rarity? I mean, come on, is that, is that so hard to do? Yes, yes, it is actually. Really? Okay. Okay. As I somebody mean, who you know, yeah, uh-huh. like like the gaming community just has a bad uh a bad reputation when it comes to female characters um i think it's good that we can have you know these these types of games that put women in like a better position uh, the only issue i have with it is that we still refer to them as strong female protagonists like why did we have to say that they're strong? <laughs> we just assume that every female character is a weak was tumor <laughs> half naked in her games well, in yes. in the beginning of like, oh, the okay. series, it was all about her being all scantily clad and these like huge, huge boobs. Like, oh yeah, would shape. you would you like, like do a jump and then like a rock would tear more of her clothes off? Nah, you, you're joking, but, but no, yes, she was highly okay. sexualized. Yeah, okay. It was. Yeah. What about the, the reboot? Is that cleaned up? A well, bit and, and, that? It's in been the toned reboot, down a lot. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's been toned down, but like you, it's clear that like, you can see like you know where where the character came from, like because okay. they still try to make her you know very attractive, even yeah. though she's all bloody and dirty. You can be attractive so, yeah. when you're bloody and dirty. Come on, let's be real. Yeah, yeah. But Ellie still from the Last of Us was in, portrayed pretty well. <laughs> in like the new Tomb Raider games, where she's like climbing on things and her butt's like uh, taking up a large portion of the camera, like <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, I did like out of this game that you can analyze an enemy to see its weaknesses, kind of Pokemon style. I don't know. It's like a weak against fire Hunter types. Style. What's that? Monster Hunter style, getting to know the things you're hunting and where to hit them and their. It spells. does that in that game. In Monster Hunter, you yeah, you, you it, it doesn't give you visual cue or I'm sorry, like actual heads up stuff. But uh-huh. as you start hunting stuff, you learn okay when he rears back, he's going to do that three times before he he faints to the left and the, and then runs away. You know, I mean, yeah. actual hunting tracking stuff. Okay. Um. Next up, Detroit: Become Human. This is about. I want that to have VR support. <laughs> oh, do you? You want to become the robot? Oh my God! Yes, being become in a world the robot. about being a sentient robot and VR. Come on! So, Quantic Dreams game is this the third game they've done? Have they done games before the two that aren't so known well? Uh, well known. They they did um, um, the Rain game, and uh, they're both out on on PS4 as remasters the, as a set of both games. What are they? Uh, Quantic Dream. 
It's going to drive me insane. Um, so Quantic Dream have done... It's, they've done... So yeah, Beyond Two Souls, Heavy Rain, and before that, they did Omicron, the Nom- Nomad Soul, and Fahrenheit, which were Microsoft... Yeah, Windows games. Um, but yeah, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls... Out. Yeah, those are the ones they're known for heavy story and decision making. And this looks like to be a follow up to that, which I'm very excited for. I still want to play both of those games, the the other two Quantic Dream games. But uh, you're playing this android who, in this demo, they showed a hostage situation, which can, I guess, play out a number of different ways, depending on how you do things and answer questions. So, when, when this next year, I'm thinking, right? Uh, yeah. I don't think that they gave a date, though. They didn't, it. but... Yeah. Uh, but it, a, it a looks big, really good. Yeah. So It's kind of like yeah. an iRobot thing. I love the... the more I, I love story-driven games. Like I just got finished playing The Last of Us a couple days ago, and man, is that a good game. That was my was that your time. first time finishing it? Second time. This is New okay. Game Plus I played. Yeah. Uh, got all the collectibles and comics this time, so I've... Hundred percent of the, the finding of stuff in that game now. Oh, see now I'm gonna have to do that just so I can be on your level. There you go. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of cool stuff in that game, um, but I, I cried just as much the second time. Yeah, it's good. You cried. You don't cry in The Last of Us, man. I cried no. like throughout the whole game almost. Like I'm just a big. Was it that last line? No, it was just throughout <laughs> the whole game, man. The whole game, I it opened with me crying. They're like middle way parts yeah, of me crying. Hits, it hits you fast and hard. I'm an emotional guy, Aaron. I don't know if you don't you know, have emotions. That, that game starts out here in, in the city I live in now. It's just kind of crazy. It starts in Austin? Yeah. Wow. You know what we're told? Cool. They're like I, I forget. I knew it was Texas. And, I knew it was Texas. Yeah, yeah it's in Austin. And then he ends up, I love, they go to Boston, which I now have been to many times, and that was kind of cool seeing the stuff I know. Not yeah. anywhere it is in the city, but uh, anyways. <laughs> okay, uh, Resident Evil 7, which is uh, coming to PSVR as a full game. Oh and this God. is, is this where they want you to play this? Is this like, was it designed for VR and like the TV is an afterthought, do you think? or I don't know. I'm, I'm worried because whichever one it's designed for, it's not going to be as good on the other one. And I yeah. really want it to be designed for VR. Yeah, in my mind, VR... Uh, Made okay. If you just bring a game from TV to a VR, it's not gonna. It's like almost a gimmick at that point. Almost. I mean, yeah, yeah. So hopefully it's designed for VR. And this is the first. This is this the only full game that we know about. Um, the other well, ones are uh, shorter experiences. I see. I don't know. Um, first of all, uh, Eve Valkyrie uh, is supposed to be. Uh, full VR game. Then you've got Rigs, which is the three-on-three arena shooter. You've got... There are other smaller games, but there was also a rumor that hasn't been confirmed yet that Final Fantasy Eleven would have a full VR mode. Wait, wait. Um, they announced Final Fantasy Fifteen. No, Eleven last year was talked about. And they wait, ele- about Eleven was then. last year? What's wrong with that series? When they... When they're, <laughs> When they announced the PSVR, and when they <laughs> talked about it last year, yeah. they mentioned Eleven, which is an MMO. Square okay. has two... I'm sorry, not Eleven. Fourteen. Thank you. Fourteen. 14. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, I was like, I how did they skip three games? Okay. Yeah. So, okay, so that uh, could... Yeah. Square has two MMOs going right now. Final Fantasy Fourteen 
is the second MMO, and they talked about it having PlayStation VR support as well. Okay. Sorry. No worries. But uh, this game, I think I'll have a heart attack playing. If you remember, if you've seen, I, I have P- a footage of me playing PT, my first mm-hmm. time playing that. It, yeah, I, I, I get scared. Yourself. What? <laughs> I said you pooped yourself. I mean, oh, I didn't. Really. I, I, got, I got really scared, though. Got like, I, I was holding my controller up like, you know, like I do when I'm scared. I play like this, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm hiding behind my controller. Um, so in VR, I imagine, I, I don't know. Do you think like a horror game in VR is too much? Will people literally have heart oh, attacks? Yeah, so I, so I want that so bad. I'm gonna. I'm. I'll be glad of my, my Apple Watch. I can hold down the 911 button when I have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, you got to for that update. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I got the update already. I'm running the beta. Oh, oh, you already got it. Okay. I got the beta. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this game looks. I think it'll be scary and great. So that might be for my first Resident Evil Evil game. Next up, uh, Days Gone. I'm not going in show order. Uh, there's uh, Days Gone, new IP. This looked like The Last of Us, but in an action kind of sense where it's just... That, yeah, it, yeah, in a more traditional zombie, but also a... It's kind of like a zombies in 28 Days Later, just the way they're pouring out and everything. It looks crazy. It looked fun. Like, I want to have power to kill the zombies versus, like, feeling weak. So this game looks like it makes you feel strong. I don't know. And they showed an extended uh, gameplay footage at the end of the show, as well as midstream the trailer. Uh, I was very excited about this game, though. This looks great. Um, Call of Duty, which I thought was a VR game initially, because it was during the VR segment of the show. Did that catch anyone else? A a couple people, uh, I heard other people say the same thing, but I never once thought that. Oh, it's like we're still first person. They haven't, they're like, I thought we're still in VR mode. And this looks amazing. Oh my gosh, I'll play this in VR. Oh my gosh. And then, oh crap. But this still looks great. Um, J- Jason, are you into this game at all? Like, I didn't know this called it at first. It's, it's, it's um, I am more interested. Actually, I'm, I'm the opposite of everybody else. I'm more interested in the sci-fi type of Call of Duty as opposed to the real world. Um, and I guess part of that is just because, you know, I, I was an infantry soldier and I just, I don't need real world combat. I've got my fill of that. I like the yeah, sci-fi. Right. So I'm, I'm interested actually in uh, this Call of Duty. I don't know if it'll be enough to justify purchase considering I'm probably still going to be, you know, grinding my way through Final Fantasy 15 at that time. What about when it drops to 10, 10 or 15 bucks on sale? <laughs> Which it well, inevitably maybe will. Maybe then. Yeah. I, I buy these for the single player. I like the campaigns. Everyone likes the, the, the multiplayer on these. I mean, that's the what campaigns of Call of Duty games are, are pretty epic. They are. Everyone like discounts yeah. and like, oh, I just want the multiplayer. Why are you giving me this? But I love it's them. A, They're it's great. amazing how much work they put into a mode that there are lots of people that never even play it. Yeah. And, yeah. I love the modes. That's why I buy the games when I do buy them. Um, on my Xbox One is Advanced Warfare, which I'm going to play at some point. The, the Kevin Spacey one, I'm going to finally get, play it through. Um, the thing that I, uh, I'm i looking forward to is the Modern Warfare like remaster. That's the only reason why I would buy this so, game. Yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare remaster campaign comes early in PS4. And I guess the only way to get this game is to buy the other game. Yeah, you can pre-order for now. It. But I, 
I guarantee you three, six months later, they'll break it out separately. And uh, question is disc and digital, right? You can get it either way, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. As long as you pre-order the game. Well, if you don't pre-order, you just buy on day one. It's not like a dual pack doesn't give you both. You'll probably no. You'll probably every game that I have seen that offers if you pre-order and you know if you go to GameStop on the day it comes out, they you still get it. Yeah, I mean, like most of the time, but it's not like guaranteed. So I well, it's clear because most of the most of them where you get a free game, like Star Fox, it's a they only have one SKU where it's both games. Like, is this? You're getting two separate, like... Um, well, I mean, it's just, it's just like a pre-order bonus at, at yeah. this point. So and is the bonus digital so- only? Like, there's no disc of this. Uh, no. I, I, yeah. Yeah, there's no disc. I, okay. don't, I don't think it doesn't matter which version. I think that the Modern Warfare remaster is going to be digital. And okay. in three to six months, you'll be able to buy it digitally separately. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. So that's where it could be a pre-order bonus where it's not on disc. So that makes more sense now. Uh, Insomniac Spider-Man. Oh, my gosh. Finally a good spider game. amazing. Right? They're using the new Marvel uh, Civil <laughs> War awesome. Spider-Man. No, that's and not the Civil War Spider-Man. It's it, close, but it is it's not close. the Civil War Spider-Man. Okay, it's close. That that costume is nothing. No costume that's been seen in any of the comics. I'm actually a pretty big Marvel comic fan, uh, so that is a new costume that takes a lot of design cues from a lot of different things, but it stands completely on its own. It might be the same as the Spider-Man movie Homecoming coming out pretty soon. They might I doubt work it with them because yeah. um, Marvel um, Studios basically said. Uh, instead of trying to do all these movie tie-in games that end up being bad and trying to do this, that, the other, basically, let's start giving stuff to people who simply make good games and let them make good games. Instead of I agree, them- but they might give them art direction on certain things to make it more tie-in. Not story stuff, yeah, w- but art. That would uh, be DLC. <laughs> right, the Spider-Man homecoming costume. But this looks great. So you have this awesome developer, Insomniac, making a Spider-Man game. And the and Spider-Man games are awesome. He's going to fly around a city with your webs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just want a whole, like, I want, like, I want both a story, but I also want, like, just open world where I'm just, like, going around the city fighting crime. It's, that'd be great. Well, I'm, that's kind of how it was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I own yeah. that. I've never played that. I own it, Aaron, because I, I had to buy it. Okay, we had a huge debate. <laughs> For like a for year weeks. about yeah. how this game was going to be terrible and like I was yep. giving you a hard time about it yep, and then yep. I played it and I said it was amazing and you still haven't even played it. Uh, I, no. I, no, no, I'm not. <sighs> I own it. I should play that. I got it on Wii U. You should. And it's, I own it physically. I got the first one too. Well, Wii U games I buy physical so I can get the whole collection at some point in my life. Um. Okay, so Spider-Man looks pretty great. Uh, <laughs> now, PSVR stuff. Uh, October 13th, which they had not announced the date before. They announced a month before. Is that right? Correct. It's three ninety nine for the system or four ninety nine dollars for the bundle that will include the PlayStation camera and two PlayStation Move controllers. And the um, game. You were... Yeah, uh, yeah, and the PlayStation lands, whatever, you know. The- we sports for it, uh, the VR. Yeah. Um, kind of like uh, you know, you and I were talking, and you're already doing some price shopping. 
the PlayStation VR is driving down the price of the PlayStation camera and move controllers because people are interested in them again. So if you're really, you know, savvy, you can buy the other stuff and, and save a little bit. Or if you're like me and you already have the camera, you can buy the whole thing and sell the camera, which I apologize. I forgot to get that price for you, Tim. Um, but, uh, I wanted the full thing because I also didn't want to try and save money by buying used PS Move controllers or anything like that. I wanted the new. Nintendo. There was a time when you could get those Move controllers for like ten bucks at GameStop. There was just a huge bin yeah. of them. I missed out on that opportunity. Yes, I I feel badly as well because I remember that and I I almost got one just to say I had it, but I didn't. So yeah, I wonder how much that game will cost. Um, but uh, so they showed off. Star Wars Battlefront X-Wing VR Mission, which is for free if you own Star Wars Battlefront on PS4, which I do now. I got it for 15 bucks. Um, so I'm very excited to play uh, to have Rogue Squadron on my PlayStation and VR land. I, I will play that mission over and over again. I hope it's more than 60 seconds long. Which I'm not I sure have it a is. feeling it's going to be longer than 60 seconds. I hope so. <laughs> uh, they also showed off Batman Arkham VR Experience, which is a one or two hour experience is what I've heard. You suit up as Batman. You do detective work. There will be some combat. It basically sounds like a miniature version of all the stuff you do in the Arkham games. Yeah, which, you know, th- I, those are the kind of things I'm more curious what that's going to be priced at because, it's like you said, there's a lot of smaller stuff that's going to be experiences, and I just kind of want to see what they price those at. Because if that's a two-hour thing, I understand it takes a lot of work to make VR, but I doubt it's going to have much replay, and I think if it's much over 10 or $15, it's not going to get mass adoption. Do they give that to you yeah. for free for Arkham City owners? The one with the, the, the car? I doubt that. That's what they're doing for Battlefront. You just get it for free if you own yes, the game. That's that's Battlefront, but I just don't see it happening with this one. Okay. Uh, because, yeah, they, I feel like it would have been mentioned if it was, um, but the nature of the teaser trailer, it seems like they're trying to make this its own they didn't, you know. Yeah, they didn't mention the Battlefront thing on stage. That was after the factoring interviews. We found that out. Um, I don't know. I, I just mm-hmm. don't think it's going to be free. I'm just worried it's going, okay. to, it's going to be overpriced. We also saw Farpoint VR trailer. I forget seeing that trailer. Do you um, remember this one? I don't remember the trailer, but I do. the reason for that is the bigger deal with Farpoint was they showed off a new PlayStation Move controller and didn't talk about it. What? At at Farpoint, which is the shooter, they showed a new PS Move, uh, I think it's called AIM. The gun. Yes, it's a new gun um, that, unlike the last gun, which was really nothing more than a cradle that held your Move controllers, everything is built into this one. So it's more accurate, has better precision, and just feels better overall. And they spent, like, no time talking about it. People had to, after conferences and in one-on-one meetings, ask questions. I'm excited for the gun. There's a lot of cool things you can do with that. They should give you a Wii U uh, balance board, for, and then you could be walking. <laughs> yeah, they should have a balance board so you can walk, right? Oh, my God. Do you think we'll get balance boards back so we can walk in VR land? No, no. No? no. <laughs> what, or something because pad? you can already walk around. Like, I mean... You can walk? Like... 
yeah, with like the Vive, you can move around in a space and it. it, it I'm not going to run to a wall doing that. No, because it has sensors, and if you get too close to a wall, in like, like within the game, it'll come up with like a grid showing you that there's a wall there. I don't think my room's yeah. big enough to do walking around VR. <laughs> well, actually, the uh, the PlayStation or the I'm sorry, the Vive. Um, you need square or rectangular rooms. Um, there's yeah. there's a lot of limitations there. I mean, I do have a second bedroom I use as a home theater room. That could be my vibe room. There you go. Uh, and the PlayStation VR, because it's going to use the PlayStation camera, will be and it has a pretty long cord to it. Will be able to do some movement and positional tracking there. But I'm wired to the PS. Four though my box is gonna like fly off the shelf. It's like oh it's yeah. Just... See, I I think they're not gonna do a whole lot of they're they're gonna stick mostly with you know left stick to move type of thing. Yeah. Okay. I love a little pad. I can just like move my feet up and down. I don't know. That wouldn't be very immersive though. Me moving my feet like that maybe. Yeah. Skating. I don't know. The movement thing I've heard is a big problem with VR. Trying to figure out they do teleporting. Uh, you can't run because running would make you throw up. I guess. Is that right? It var- it it varies by game and person. Um, for example, uh, like there's a space fighting game, Eve Valkyrie, that a lot of people have not had issues with, even though they've had issues with other games, because it puts you in a cockpit that you can you know you can look around free from your movement. Yeah. Um, it really is so hit or miss right now that nobody has figured out the secret sauce, other than. Um, Somebody was saying that yes, the they've had let there have been fewer cases of sickness from PlayStation VR, and people are thinking that has to do with Sony's requirement for the sixty frames per second. Uh, Good requirement. Yes, Aaron loves the the frames. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep, love those frames per second. <laughs> so, do you think when the Neo comes out, like there will be Neo only VR games? Is that going to be a thing? No. No. Okay, you're confident in that. Not, not unless they do go back to the drawing board and severely juice up that PS4, because the Neo seemed to be, while it was better, it was a more reasonable incremental step forward. That's, okay. Uh, that uh, that Scorpio really could be justified as another generation. Yeah, it could. It's four four times more powerful. Something yeah. Like that. Um, next up on my list: Lego Star Wars Seven. Full game comes out in two weeks. They showed a cool trailer for it, and I think a demo's out. Yeah. Uh, anyone in for this Lego game? My kids. Like it looked funny. It looks uh, Lego games are quality. Aaron, are you in for Lego? Or do, you, do you do Lego at all? Uh, no, but I always have wanted to play one of those games. You haven't done Lego City Undercover, have you? I have not. Oh, that's the game you that play. That was good. Aaron. That game's yeah. good. Because it's free of other licenses. Yeah. The Star Wars license is so good, though. But uh, it's basically Grand Theft Auto for Wii U. But, uh, okay, so last up is um, they played Steel Drums, guys. And I knew right then and there, the Bandicoot is back. <laughs> and uh, I could not be more excited than getting a remastered trilogy from the ground up of all the Naughty Dog Crash games, Crash 1, 2, and 3, and it's coming to PS4 this year, I believe is what they said. And I'm super jazzed, because 
Okay, what's it mean the remake of PS One game? Like, are they gonna redo all the models and like, is this like basically starting from scratch on these? Do you think? I don't know. It depends on how far they go. Um, that having been said, that I was never a Crash fan. I know. Oh, so much fun! Even today, I, I got them on my PS Three and I loaded that up, and they're good. And uh, I was I was screaming when they announced this. I was like yelling with like. Oh my god! I was excited. I was I was flipping out because like for every year I've been asking before the show, I was like, "I think bring Crash back, we bring him back," and they, they finally did. So um, these also come in Skylanders. You get a cool looking toy, and he looks pretty cool in Skylanders. But I'm very excited for this remastered. I'm gonna buy the heck out of this. And what this also means is Jack and Baxter remains the only set of Naughty Dog games not on PS4. Will we get those at some point on PS4? They remastered them for PS3. Or are those done? Do people care about the Jack I don't games? Know. Why would you need another remaster? You already got one. I don't have the Jack <laughs> games. I'm like, are they get like because the PS like this generation's the new generation that will run everything from I know, but like, Why would you need to have another like like are are some games just ones you have to have on every gen? Like, yeah, the Naughty Dog hey, games. I man. want. I want this game to follow me for life. For life, yeah. All the Naughty Dog games, I want to be able to play on every PlayStation ever. Because they're Naughty Dog games. No. They're good. They're quality. Nah, I think that's kind of that's unreasonable. Is it? I don't. I don't. I don't think, and more importantly, am ultimately unconcerned with the Jack and Baxter games getting remade. Were they good? I, well, I mean. For their time, I mean, they they weren't bad, but it also wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. I can see why people like them, but it just wasn't my game. Were they similar to Ratchet and Clank? Like, is the, I confuse yes. this too. Yes. Okay. Okay. But so, Aaron, are you buying the Bandicoot to show, show your support so we can get a brand new game eventually? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll probably do it. Yeah. Cool deal. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. We'll see. So I'm thinking this is like their test case. If this does well in sales, they may make a real new game. I think it'll do well no matter what. People love Crash Bandicoot. I think they're making a new game no matter what. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, this is the thing. They didn't charge four, and they released the trilogy right before it. They tend to like do that when they're ready to do a new game as well. Um. But uh, to me, Crash Bandicoot is still the mascot of PlayStation, so that's good to have him back on, on the console. <laughs> We're going to get some more commercials. Yeah, oh, my God, those commercials. commercials. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to spin through those boxes, eat my peaches and, or mangoes. Forget or it. Let's, get a new, let's jump straight to the new spinoff, Crash Team Racing. Oh, yeah. When's that coming? <laughs> oh, man. Crash. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited it's back, guys. I, I want them to, like, I don't know, live music. Let's, let's get the music good. Let's do everything right. It'd be great. <sighs> so that is Sony's event. So here's the only thing I'm, I'm concerned about with the Crash Bandicoot. Like, remastered. Yep. When, when it comes to those games, you haven't played them in so long. I think people like the, like, nostalgia of it. And... They might not like um, like the actual the reality. Yeah, um, like the gameplay because games were very different back then. Like so, you play play yeah. games, the controls feel different. Just the overall uh, 
just but they'll kinda, tweak oh. the controls to make it feel good in the current atmosphere yeah. of gaming. Well, I mean, I mean, they can do that, but sometimes you know, you see, like, you go back and play like another game that you played as a child, and you thought it was, you know, like the it was like the most amazing game, and it doesn't really hold up. I gotta say like, though, Aaron, <laughs> about a year ago, I played Crash One and Two, and I had a lot of fun with them. Even though I was using this crappy PS3 controller and this PS3 that had the fan going, I had a lot of fun with those games. They were real. What surprised me the most is the difficulty of those original games. They were, they were hard. Yeah. They were hard. Yeah. So like games have changed a lot. They found <laughs> since e- then. So. Well, I won't say they got easier. There's easy modes more available for people that are into the hard modes. I think games have gotten easier. You think They're, overall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also exceptions. There's a brutally hard difficulty mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they have that, but just like in... The concept. It used to be that, like, you know, you would get a game, and this game would last you a long time because they had... Because that's all your money for. It was just hard. Yeah. And then now it's like they have some games that are, like, really hard, but but if you had to say, like, overall, I think things have just gotten easier. Because it's just like, you know, like, you will die, and then you just go to the last checkpoint. You just continue... Keep trying. That was nice in Uncharted. I kept dying, and it didn't take me back too far, so I could try to do things and not get penalized too badly. Which I appreciate, because I, I died a lot, even on easy mode. Now, they added to Uncharted Collection, Aaron, Explore Mode, which is below easy mode. You don't get any trophies what? in this mode. It's for those that Explore? want to experience Explorer Mode. You to uh, play the game with an even easier difficulty level than easy. Um, I always just play things on like the normal difficulty, whatever is just is normal. I I played on easy and I still died a lot. I got <laughs> killed by those people. The only like the only time I change it is if it's a first person shooter, then I'll go to the hardest difficulty because <laughs> I like <laughs> because I like uh, like the realism, you know. Of they also added to Uncharted Collection brutally hard mode, which is above the old hard hardest mode. So they went to both ends. Anyways. Um, Let's quickly cover the third parties. Um, EA had some announcements, including Titanfall 2, which kicked it off. This is the game I was most excited about here. They announced a single-player campaign where you're avataring with a, tit- with a titan, basically. There you're bonding. Sounds like if, if you die, the titan's going to just like be a mess or die. <laughs> um, multiplayer with I like, grappling. Yeah, go ahead. I like that you're titans now seem like they have ai and it yeah they have personality and i'm really interested in seeing what they do with that in the story the first game had no personality they followed you around you could tell them to do that but no personality um the thing that i'm most excited about is a really small aspect that they showed is that you can actually like drop down with your titan Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because like they showed a scene where you're in the ship and you get in the Titan and then it and then it drops. So yeah, that's pretty. The, cool. the grappling is such a trend this year. It looks like Call of Duty's doing it, Titanfall's doing it. Uh, you're able to grapple things to do cool kills. It's it's the new wall run. It's the new wall run. <laughs> <laughs> but that game looks so good. Multiplayer beta is coming as well. Um, PS4 and Xbox One. Which platform would you guys get this for? PC. <laughs> hey, it's still an option. Yes, it is. <laughs> Watch you, Mister Jason. Um, if I were to get it, I guess I'd probably have to get it on PS4. I've got more friends there. Um, you know, more things to jump into. Um, yeah. 
and I, I, I make sure to keep my PSN active, whereas my Xbox Live may occasionally lapse, so it is uh, more likely that I'd be playing it there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. I mean, Titanfall feels like an Xbox game, but I might go PlayStation this time around. Uh, gold is on sale for 32 bucks at Newegg. I still have not bitten on that yet. Uh, what? Which one? Gold. Xbox Live Gold. Xbox Live Gold. Oh, oh Xbox Live Gold. Okay. Yeah. Um, they showed off Battlefield 1. They showed off... This is the game I was thinking about before. Mass Effect. So, oh, Mass okay. Effect... Um, I was trying to mention about how I haven't played any of these games. And I thought they did a remaster for PS4, but they didn't. They have a trilogy on the old consoles. So, and it's not on PlayStation Now either. So, I really want to play the trilogy, but I guess... They don't want me to. Um, but Andromeda is coming. Brand new story, brand new characters. So this is a clear cut from the old one. Same world, but uh, all brand new stuff. So good jumping off point for people that haven't played those games before, I'd say. Looks great. I, I, the Mass Effect games are um, games that I just kind of missed the boat on. Um, yeah, they came too. out. You know, <laughs> they came out when I was still in the military and going overseas a lot, and I just I missed the boat. So you can get the trilogy yeah. for a PC, Aaron. Yeah, I know. I've I've been thinking about it, but I have so many games right now that I want right? to play through. It's like I've got quite the list now as well. I've noticed. Yeah. I'm finally going to play Tomb Raider, which I've owned for like two years on my Xbox One. Wait, which one? The the definitive. Oh, you still haven't played that? I haven't. I've owned it. I've owned it it's since so I bought my Xbox. I bought it like the day one. I bought it. I've never played it, so it's on my list. I'm gonna get to it finally. Um, but Mass Effect, I think that looks pretty great. Uh, uh, no date or anything. Looked very early. They showed developers working on it. They showed off Star Wars. What's becoming a Star Wars? <laughs> they showed off one game that looks really, really cool. Um, which is made by Visceral. And they showed two seconds, really like two seconds of gameplay. I'm not even sure if it'll be talking about? Star Wars game by Visceral. Oh, okay. It'll be a brand new story taking place in the Star Wars universe. They're working with Doug Chang. He's a conceptual artist at LucasArts who worked on the prequels and Episode 7. So they're having like partnership with Lucasfilm, which is kind of cool. And uh, this looks mind-blowingly good. But this guy 20- worked on the prequels, you say? <laughs> he was one of the good parts. The prequels had good concept art. It was the execution by George Lucas that was not as good. Um, which, uh, yeah. But uh, he was brought into He did episode seven as well, though. So he's, he's part of the good team for, for that. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, he's, he's still pretty good. He's a good guy. Um, they also showed off Battlefront... Uh, Two, I believe. Um, yeah, Battlefront Two coming in 2017, and they showed off like a mobile game and some other stuff. Um, but uh, I was very excited uh, by all that kind of stuff. This role doing. I, yeah, I think a lot of the third parties you'll see there are one or two hits, but overall their conferences were just not very good. You're saying you weren't excited by FIFA 17 in the new story mode? <laughs> And they'll finally have the managers in the game. No. Or Madden. And, and, oh, get this. Story mode won't be in the Xbox 360 or PS3 versions. Sorry. Oh, well. And Madden. Yeah. That, that's going to be fun. <laughs> right? That, yeah. Come on. 
Oh, they spend so much time in sports. So boring. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm, like I'm really surprised that sports games still come out every year. Like there's no. Do we need them every it's year? It's like, couldn't you just have roster you know, updates? Like game come out. DLC yeah, roster yeah. updates. Yep. <laughs> That's all when you mean. have something substantial, then do it. Yeah. They they showed in the FIFA thing the original FIFA. It's like, are, can they just remaster that? Or you know, because that might be better. Because. <laughs> Those are the days when you can just like run around the field and have everyone follow you. Those were great days. And then they also showed EA Originals and Fee. Uh, the Originals program is their goodwill thing where they're trying to make us feel good about EA as not this big bad publisher. They're going to fund indies. Indies will keep the money and they'll advertise for indies. Sounds cool. Fee looks kind of nice. Basically, are in this forest. And you learn songs to expand the different parts of the forest. And there's these big bad things that steal your sound. And, and they're killing the forest because nothing can make any sound anymore. Looks kind of cool. So that's EA. Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, there are a couple EA. big games. Yeah, there are a couple big games were good. But all the rest, uh, not my cup of tea. So early for a lot of those. Uh, Ubisoft, uh, which was, oh my gosh, the longest conference in the world. <laughs> it's like two hours long. I was listening to it on my ride home from work. It's like, and I like stopped off to grab some groceries and came back in the car. They're still talking about Watch Dogs 20 minutes later. Oh my gosh, what the heck is going on? Uh, so it was weird. It opened up with a giraffe. There was a giraffe dancing on the stage. They, um, I don't know. I feel like Ubisoft has kind of lost their way. Like they, like they seem like they were on point with like the Assassin's Creed, like right when Assassin's Creed came out, you know, and they had, I don't know. And then they kind of lost it. They They've had a lot of failed know. attempts. They had watchdogs and the crew. <laughs> they had the Assassin's Creed. Uh, um, what was the fifth one? Syndicate. No, the one before that, the one in France. Black Flag? No, Unity. it was after that. Unity! Yeah. That Unity. was the, the dumpster fire game. They had all this stuff just fail, and... Now, Watch Dogs 2 could be like the Assassin's Creed 2 up in here. And like, you know, they learned from the first game, and the second game's going to be like the, the gloriful envisionment of But the thing concept. is about like Assassin's Creed 2 is that Assassin's Creed 1 was already good. And then two. Oh, just it depends on, top of on that. who you ask. It depends on oh, who you it was, ask. It was Assassin, <laughs> Assassin's Creed One was acceptable, but not great. And two was where they really turned things around. Yeah, I don't, so could, a, I don't know. This could be the. This could be. This could be a great game. Watch Dogs Two. I mean, I, I'm I'm willing to give it a chance. I'm not willing to buy it right away. I'll wait until it's dirt cheap. Um, I'm not super excited, but I I think it could be okay. Um, they also showed off Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Launches next March. Um, I'm not super excited about those games. I've never played one of those no. games. Yeah. Steep World Action Sports game. This was they closed with. This is a skiing game. This is the GoPro game. They said they should just call this GoPro the game, basically. See, you went too far into the game too quickly. I was going to be like, Steep. You get to make, you know, like the best cup of tea. It's all about 
Oh, oh yeah, enjoy the mountains there. Enjoy the, I love this. Oh my gosh, this presentation just went on and on. It's like enjoy the mountains. That's one last thing we want to mention about this game. This game was designed so you enjoy the mountains. And they were like, we looked out our windows where we work. We saw mountains. Let's make yeah. a game on the mountains we see every day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, this could be a good game to just zone out to, kind of like I do with my racing games. But this does not look super spectacular as far as the snow. This looks like so uh, snowboarding, skiing, all sorts of stuff. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I think that, honestly, <laughs> um, it's a game that probably would be great for VR, but otherwise, meh. Oh, imagine a VR uh, accessory that spits out, like, mist at you. As you're like doing like hard what? turns, that's too much. Wouldn't it be cool? You're yeah. like you're doing no. some ice. What, what? No, come on. Why don't you just no. have somebody just throw snow in your face when you're playing the game? Like, <laughs> oh, brilliant! <laughs> you play this game outside. Yes, VR outside. So you have like skiing games when it's cold. You go outside and you hook up your PS4. That'd be cool. That sounds wear a coat. This is getting way too serious. <laughs> wear a coat. Why don't you just go real skiing? Are you like, really? That would be so much more fun than VR skiing. I mean, I got mountains up here. I like skiing. That's fun. Yeah, skiing is um, fun. It is. Snowboarding, not fun. I just fall over all the time, and it's not fun. Um, okay, anyways, away from that tangent, the highlight of Ubisoft's event, South Park Fractured Butthole. No, I, it's look, fractured the name al- butthole. The, the name alone <laughs> so points. With the W hole. Oh my gosh. So they they took a lot from Civil War, right? Uh and superheroes. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's it's based on the the like um like the episodes that they have with all their superhero identities and stuff. So it's coming December sixth. Which is amazing, because the last South Park game was in, like, development hell for the longest time. We heard about the game so much. And this one is coming out was good. Soon. It was a really good game. Oh, it was so, so good. Matt, yeah. Matt, Matt Stone and Trey Parker said, I mean, it, it was, it, they're, it's getting so much better for them that they could see doing this as a, just a long-term future for the South Park franchise. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> if you pre-order this, you get a remastered Stick of Truth on your Xbox One PS4 if you do it digitally. But or, what's the remaster? Like, what what are they going to change about that game? Are you gonna up the frame rate sucked on the PS3. <laughs> yeah, That's it, it even performed. Well. Yeah. Oh, well, I have the PC version, so I don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, and the PC, did that even run good? Like, Oh, yeah, it's great. Okay, because like, on all the consoles, it didn't yeah, run I, like, good. I didn't even know that there was an issue. Oh, it was a huge performance thing, yeah. I played it uh, through Gamefly on my PS3, and I didn't finish it. So I may... I don't know if I want to get... So if you pre-order this, you get the... If you pre-order it digitally, you get it instantly. If you pre-order the disc, you have to wait until you pick it up. So I'm thinking... Go digital. I'm thinking pre-order this. It's 30 bucks a game. Is that worth it? I don't know. Seems worth it to me. I, I I I think it would. I mean, the first one was critically well received and the fractured butthole is going to be another good one that you may as well yeah so I, I think I'll pre-order this at some point very soon once I'm done playing some of the games I'm playing now um, I'm so excited for this game though so December 6th so soon this will be a great winter game so 
Uh, is everyone on board for this? Basically, is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think they did like such a good do- job with the last one. You can't really pass this one up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm uh, very excited. I, I had a blast watching that. Um, they said butthole a lot. They did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And they had. Yeah, they just had. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to think of things. Uh, for honor um, was shown off. Single player revealed. That, that looks pretty, but first of all, a lot of people are worried that it's going to be like a Musou game, like uh, Dynasty Warriors. I personally enjoy the Musou game, so I'm not worried about that. I'm more worried that's going to be like another Rise Son of Rome game, where it's pretty, but you don't do much. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll see. Um... Next up, the division. Some updates there. Survival DLC. And you're a division guy, Aaron, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Are you excited about this DLC stuff? Uh, I don't know. I feel like we talked about it earlier with the uh-huh. whole cheating thing. Um, that just really kind of turned me off of that game. <laughs> like It really um, did. Yeah, it's just like they took forever to address it, and then once they finally did, it's like, okay, I'm glad you're doing something about it. But so much time has gone by that I've that I kind of lost, lost interest. my like, share. Yeah, like I still like playing the game, but I'm not in it like I was when it first came out. That first month was mm-hmm. yeah, it's really good. Okay, I, I'll be honest. I bought the game because I rented it. Uh, not sure. I rented it. Really enjoyed it. Enjoyed it so much I rented it a second time. And then I was like, if I'm going to keep renting this, I may as well buy it. So mm-hmm. I bought it, played it for a couple weeks, and then uh, some patches started coming out. The first patch dropped on Xbox One, and they were talking about deleting characters. And I was really hesitant to log in to find my character deleted. <laughs> yeah. And then a couple weeks later, there were patches, or there were exploits and, and people stacking stuff on their weapons. And it just, it was like thing after thing after thing yeah. kept making me hesitant to play it. Are you a red boxer or do you do Gamefly? Uh, I have a Hastings. Okay. I don't know what that is, but cool. Even better. A, what? You've never been to a Hastings? No. It's okay. It's they're, like, they're going bankrupt. I know. Are they, but in, such are a they in the East? Are they in the Eastern? Uh, I don't know. Are they only in the Midwest? It might be. Uh, the, the, yeah, I've only I've personally only ever seen them in Louisiana and New Mexico. I don't know where else they. They are. have some here in Texas. Well, yeah, but you're between us and New Mexico. That's a given. Yeah. Are you in, so, are you in so, uh, New Orleans area? Or? No, I put your finger dead center in Louisiana, and you're probably covering my city. Okay. <laughs> so it's not even a quick drive either as a big state? I forget. Uh, well, I mean, it's only a couple hours to New Orleans. Okay. It's a cool place. Just curious. Yes, Tim, like Hastings is is basically like a GameStop meets mm-hmm. a Blockbuster meets uh, like a Barnes and Noble. Sounds cool. I like yeah. that idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up, uh, they open the show with this. This is Just Dance 2017 coming Jeez, to bro. Nintendo NX, the original Wii and Wii U, as well as PS4 and Xbox One, and every other console and I and platform you can possibly think of. Because why not? I don't um, understand how this series is alive. People love the Just Dance. All the casual gamers <laughs> buy this game every year. This is the one game to buy every year. Yeah. 
so it op- <laughs> it was hilarious. There were like some giraffes on acid and hippos, and they were all dressed yeah, up. Yeah, but <laughs> then you get that. Then you get the juxtaposition of them coming out and dancing, and then shortly stopping to have a moment of silence as they're talking about thoughts and prayers going right. after the Orlando shooting. So you, have a giraffe, you have a giraffe on the side of the stage nodding its head like, yes, that's horrible. What the it's hell? It's like the Lion King. They're all the shoulder stuff. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Um, Star Trek Bridge Crew VR game. Uh, they showed this wait. off. Now, okay, you say that. But how expensive is this game going to be? If like four people VR headsets, how do you play this game? I'm not is there buying, single player mode? I'm not buying everybody else's. I don't care. I'll buy will, mine. Will you ever play this game? Be kind of, it, it'll be a pickup group. You know, I mean, just random. You know, whoever's in what role, go through different missions. I, I'm. I'm. This good. is your I'm your PAX game that. where you have people come together to play. No, it's a you just join a lobby and when it's full, you guys go play. Uh, there's online? I thought it sounded like you were all in one room. They actually specifically said it can be played online or in the same room, but it's actually better online because in the uh-huh. same room you'll hear somebody say something and then you'll get the lag of it going through the internet and then coming through your headphones. Well, you don't have to... Okay. I mean, you could turn off the voice chat if you're in the same room. <laughs> But either way, it, it can it can be played online. Okay, so it can be played online. That, that's more exciting to me if it's online. You can be shouting commands and stuff to them. That sounds pretty cool. Um, basically manning the Star Trek Enterprise and... Make it hope, so. And making uh, making those Klingons pay for, for all they've done. Um, Grow Up is a sequel Didn't to... Didn't care. Grow Home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about this game, uh... What? So you it's a sequel to what? Grow, grow home. home. Grow home. Yeah, I haven't it's, even heard about that. This is not come home or what was that? Uh, what, what's the one? Yeah, gone home. That one. Gone no, home. Grow home. Yeah, grow home is a game about. I mean, seriously, you're like growing a plant and platforming to the top of the plant as it grows, or something like that. I it, none. It was decently reviewed, but nothing about it even sounds close to interesting to me, and therefore I don't care about its sequel. Well, there you go. Trials of the Blood Dragon. Released for PS4, Xbox One, PC today. It's a new platforming game on the Uplay Store. That is the weirdest cross I have ever heard of. Because they have the Trials Fusion series, and it's mixing the Blood Far Cry Blood Dragon world aesthetic whatever for Trials of the Blood Dragon. And it's like, who came to work on drugs? Well, I'm sure a lot of them, they're, they're French. I mean, come on. I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, yes, we should mix the blood dragon with the motocross. Trials of the blood dragon. What? Uh, and then some other notes. Ubisoft is giving away a free game every month this year. I'm not sure on what platform. I'm guessing it's just PC. Uh, they're giving away Prince of Persia Sands of Time this month in June. Uh, do you know, Aaron, is this PC only? Do you know what they're doing with this giveaway thing? I have no idea. Yeah. 
I think it is PC only because I think it's linked through Uplay and not everything on Uplay is on the different consoles that they probably simplified and it's just on PC. Yeah, I'm reading the story now. 30, 30th anniversary celebration, free PC game each month this year, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time is the first one. Which, uh, so yeah, Aaron, go out and get your, your uh, do, you, do you already have that game? I Here do it's good. not have that game. Here it's good, so get it. Yeah. Expand your PC library. <laughs> and then um, VR game Eagle Flight. What do you think about this That's one, true. Mr. VR man, Mr. Jason? No, no. Okay, there. <laughs> not everything is gold. <laughs> so this one, you're like flying as an eagle and like capturing the flags, kind of thing. I, is that right? You're shooting them too. I I honestly couldn't exactly. I no. I, I'm not interested in that. Plus, I don't even know what that's coming. I don't even remember what that's coming out for. Yeah, I don't think it's. I, I wonder like how much of this stuff is on PSVR, like a Star Trek VSVR. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that's cool. So we'll have Star Trek and Star Wars. Oh my god! Yes, look at that. Oh, the circle is complete. I want Lord of the Rings VR. I think. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Assassin's Creed movie was the last thing of note in their conference. They showed a new trailer. That, that movie, this could be the first good video game movie. It's got Michael Fassbender. No. He doesn't make bad first movies, all, does he? First of all, the first good video game movie was Mortal Kombat. Oh, was it? Uh, that was a good movie? <laughs> yes, the first I mean, one yeah, was. Doom, Doom. You got Doom, the movie. With no, the rock. Doom was horrible. You got The Rock, Doom man. Doom was horrible. Got the Rock. Horrible. Got uh. <laughs> um, I'm not even close to interested. And uh, my bigger problem is they're really trying to cram that crappy crappy storyline from assassin's creed with the future and the time travel and that all that crap into the movie and it just no yeah i think i'll watch it like is michael fassbender man he's so good he's so good michael fassbender when is he never not that good that just means that he'll be good in a crappy movie and that's fine (laughs) by me i'll watch him and act the crap out of that you know He's great in the X-Men movies, too. Yes. Uh, the last uh, conference was uh, the Bethesda. 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 Thank you. Bethesda. Bethesda. So this one is a bit quicker, as they were more concise than Ubisoft. There's only which... one important thing that came out of it. Oh, the VR experiences? Fallout 4 VR, yeah. And Doom oh, no. VR. I was going to say Skyrim Remastered. Yes! Well, I'm Skyrim. sorry, I'm sorry. No, I did. Yeah, cool. I guess two. That one. And Prey is getting rebooted. Oh, yes. So excited. Um, so Groundhog's the... Prey? What's that? Groundhog's Prey? I think so, yeah. I played the first game? Prey a little bit on my Mac. It had Native Americans. This game does not, evidently. And this game seemed to be nothing like the original Prey in any way, shape, or form. Not at the all. Name. It's a, it's and, a, and the yeah. joke and the joke about Groundhog's Prey is it seems like you keep reliving this same instance and you can change the outcome like Groundhog's Day. I like that idea. That sounds fun. And they've been on a roll recently. Uh, Doom. Well, I just started playing that. Uh, I played the first mission a couple days ago. You can get the you can get that mission for free, I guess. I bought the game for like thirty two bucks, so I got that now. I'm starting to play that. Kind of scary. Not as scary as Doom 3. Um, <laughs> were you laughing at me being scared at Doom 3? Yes. Doom 3, or is it Doom 4? Which one was on the Mac that was like Doom, Doom... Is there a Doom 4? 
Um, I, I, I honestly don't know. I, I lost track of the series well, for a like long the time. The new Doom is like Doom Four, basically. Is it? What's yeah. Doom so that would be three. Doom Three. Was, Doom yeah. Three is the one that freaked the crap out of me. I got. I was. I was in college on my MacBook Pro. Yeah, Doom Three. And uh, it was, you know, midnight, you know, got the big monitor, and I'll, I woke my roommate up by flipping back in my chair and almost falling over. <laughs> yeah, it is one of those experiences. It kind of like me playing PT. <laughs> yeah. Not quite as bad, but anyways. So, yeah, VR experiences for Doom and Fallout 4. Fallout 4 is going to utilize teleportation as a way to move around easier. Um, I've never played a Lots Fallout game. V- Lots of VR games have been doing that, especially yeah. because Fallout Four is going to use is going to be exclusive to the HTC Vive or yeah, the Valve Vive VR system. Oh, it um, is no VR. Yeah, it's not going no to support PSVR? Oculus. No PSVR. Hell, the game barely runs on place on consoles as it is. Oh, so, does it? Yeah. So it could come in the Scorpio at some point, maybe. Um, actually, I want to say I heard some mention that it might actually. Um, but nothing was said officially. Yeah. I wonder if I'll end up getting two headsets at some point when Scorpio comes out, eventually down the, the long road. Just resign yourself to it. I probably will. It'll probably be way off in the distance. I won't get it right away. I see it now. <laughs> uh, Doom and VR would be kind of freaky, though. Nah. It's like cheesy jump scare. Type have you played stuff. the new Doom? No, I have not. But yeah, download the it. it's it's pretty awesome. It's good, yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm bad at those games. I'm, I'm I'm surviving still so far. Well, they have like a really easy mode. I'm on that mode. <laughs> I haven't died yet. I'm very proud of that. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Doom demo uh, you can get on PlayStation. I'm not sure how long they'll have that out. But Jason, do download that to just experience what that is. It's it's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Dishonored 2. Anyone excited about that? I I still need to finish the first one, but it was a good game, so. Okay. Yep. Um, Fallout 4, they're, they're adding, we mentioned Fallout before the, uh, the VR, but they're adding DLC to DLC. build stuff. You're able to build uh, a town? I guess. They're basically take more DLC and they're kind of taking Fallout Shelter stuff and putting it into Fallout. Okay. So, that's cool, I guess. Um, I was really super excited with our opening of Quake. When they were showing this off, I thought, oh my gosh, we're getting Quake 5 or like a, or like a Doom reboot. But no, it's Quake Champions. I'm not that excited hey, about Quake Champions. No, I'm, I, I like that. You know, um, First of all, I was big into Quake... Back, you know, before the majority, of, before console shooters, you know, Quake Three Arena is where it was at. You know that and some Unreal Tournament. Uh, so I'm I'm down. Okay, so I played Quake along with Doom on the Mac. This were one of the, the only Mac games I had. The the Doom, the Quake Four, I think it was, alongside Doom Three. Those were some solid games, you know. But uh, so you're excited about this? It's just kind of yes. arena. No no campaign is what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. And I'm really excited for Skyrim because I've never played Skyrim ever. So this will be new to me. I played about 30 minutes of it, but it's another one that just constant come and go. I missed the boat on. So I really want that. PS4, Xbox One, PC. 
Yeah, so like the interesting thing about it is that consoles are going to have to pay for the game again, but PC, it's just a free free upgrade. No, PC <laughs> yes, is a free is. upgrade. If, no, if you own the game and all of the DLC already. Well, which is which is basically means just go out and buy the Legendary Edition for like $29, and then you're going to get this. Yeah, but so. the thing if you're is... you're paying 30 bucks to get it. I mean, it's with the mods easier. on PC, you can already get better texture, better resolution. That there's no real point in the special edition on PC. Well, I mean, it's going to be even better. So the the thing about the textures no. now is, although they are higher res than what consoles have, they still they're they're kind of outdated at this point. Like, no, they could still have be you better. seen? Have you seen some of the real high res texture packs on Skyrim? I swear yeah, to God, I have. there are times. I've seen Skyrim and I've looked at it and gone, that doesn't even look like a video game anymore. Yeah, I mean it looks pretty good, but it can always be better. So I think I think it'll be nice to have like a true like remastered. Um I think it'll still be better than the mods. I don't. So <laughs> I bet you those same mods will will get ported over to the special. Well, yeah, edition. I mean because all the mods are gonna work with it. Like they already yeah. said that like, mods any port mod on that's console there will be there. Yes, that's a big deal. So, um, can someone describe this game for someone that's never played this or experienced this? Skyrim? Big, yeah. open, big open world fantasy where you're hunting dragons. <laughs> Sounds great. It's just a first person RPG. Really. Is there a story? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. hunting dragons. Is this like, <laughs> I mean, is this like a Xenoblade Chronicles kind of thing? Is it similar to that? It's more directed than Xenoblade Chronicles. Plus, it's first person. It's not a party, um, and there's also just way more customization. It's it's more like, honestly, um, Grand Theft Auto, or not even Grand Theft Auto. I, I guess yeah, first person Grand Theft Auto, but fantasy. I mean, open world, mm-hmm. just yeah. Cool. Uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. They announced uh, Elder Scrolls Legends releases expands to Mac, Android, and iPad. Um, Look, so. we're making a card game too. Yeah, and they teased Wolfenstein. Teased. Um, now, do, do we know when Elder Scrolls is coming out? This remaster the, is there a date. Oh uh, yeah, oh. October. Okay, cool. I don't so that's when in October. So that's everything happened outside of Nintendo D three. Pretty much. Is there anything else I missed? I think. No. Uh, yeah, we kind of skipped over Kojima's big screw up. What was that? Um, when he was coming out on stage, they're like, "There's this huge, like, epic introduction." They had the tiles like on the floor. They did. He didn't out. walk with the tiles, and then he just like walked ahead of them. He did not walk like, with the tiles. I no. felt so bad because I was like, "Man, someone spent like hours on this, right?" And he just ruined it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Yeah, he's Kojima, though. Now, he can get away with it. I might mention the Vita was never mentioned at the Sony conference or anywhere <laughs> else. it's dead. There are no... There's like, there was one Vita game with the whole of E3, I think. Uh, I love the Vita. I love the Vita, but it's it really is, you know. It's, you get yeah. occasional games for it. I mean, heck, this month for PlayStation Plus, you, one of your Vita games... I think your only Vita game is actually a PSP game. <laughs> now, so... I, I've, I bought a new charger for like 10 bucks on Amazon because I couldn't find mine. And uh, 
my, my PS4 is now Etherneted in, so I'm using this now as my uh, my Wii U gamepad for my PlayStation to play yeah. um, to play Star Wars: Racer Revenge on my Vita. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean the Vita is dead. It's a it's a PS4 uh, remote play uh, couch play experience. That's what it's for. I just have the PlayStation TV. I don't even have the Vita anymore. Oh, you don't. You had one at one point. You sold it. I did. How is the PS TV? Uh, it's a limited Vita. <laughs> <laughs> so the limited device gets even more limited. Yeah, oh I mean it's gosh. basically. I mean it can play almost everything. Um, I really just have it for the uh, the PlayStation One games that you can get for like the Vita. Uh, yeah, like the, yeah. Or the you can't get Crash Bandicoot because of some licensing snafu. Yeah. yeah. But thankfully, they're coming to PS4. Uh, now, I, I, I will mention I installed the remote play thing for Mac, and it worked a lot better on my Vita, I must say. Yeah. So, anyways, um, let's recap by favorite three announcements out of E3. And I'll let somebody else go first. <laughs> Aaron, my are you ready? favorite uh, announcement was uh, the Xbox uh, One console upgrades. Um, I think it's about time that uh, console makers and console gamers fall in line with the upgrade process. <laughs> with the PC. Just accept that this yeah, is going to happen. Like, if I mean, I think that there should be like more of a push for higher quality, uh, higher quality games. Uh, more of like, an emphasis on you know constantly running games at a certain quality. So I think that was good. Yeah. Um, I, so and, one quick note. So they're doing Scorpio because of 4K TVs. Do you think we'll have to wait till 8K TVs or something, another display technology push to have another big upgrade? Is that what we're... No, VR will continue to push further upgrades. Okay. Yeah. Next. I, mean, I think there's going to be a lot of things that's going to push upgrades. I don't think that like 8K... I don't think anything beyond 4K is going to be um, at consumer level for quite a while. So Yeah, I think so too. So that's why I'm wondering this could be the last... Big upgrade in a while, I think. Uh, like 4K is something this generation barely missed out on as being ready, you know. So that's why we're getting it so quick. I guess four years isn't so quick, but anyways. But I feel um, like they kind of skipped over even hitting 1080p, 60 frames per second consistently. <laughs> like the, the you're Wii U does on 4K, it. and you can't even get your your console to do 1080p. Like that's uh, a, I don't know. Okay, you're number but, two. All right, so number two is Halo Wars. Love that game. Okay, Love excellent. Game. Um, and then three would probably have to be. What's that? Uh, what's the one with the bird dog? Forget the name. Bird of it, dog, the Last Guardian. Guardian. Yes, the Last Guardian. There we go. Okay. Okay. Um, if I had to go top three, I mean, first. My, my my number one is kind of broad, but just PlayStation VR. I mean, we're at the la- the home stretch before that comes out, and seeing some of the stuff coming out for it and getting a date, I am I'm so psyched. I, you know, I might miss life for a week. Um, so, you know, if you don't hear from me, okay. Um, no, we should do a show while you're in the VR <laughs> with me just wearing gotten glasses. <laughs> um, number two. Would probably have to be um, yeah. As I thought about it, um, the uh, the Skyrim Special Edition because you know I missed that boat, but that's my kind of game, so I really want to have a chance to dive in and enjoy that. And then um, number three for me is um, 
I guess I'll go kind of like Aaron said, but the Xbox upgrade, I've, I've said previously, I'm more interested in the Slim because of how things are working in my house. Um, but I do agree, um, not to get in line with the PC side of the house, but yes, I, I, I see lots of benefits that I could go into a much longer forum about for a more regular upgrade cycle, and uh, I'm ready to embrace that. Cool. So, on top three... My number three is probably either Titanfall 2 or The Last Guardian. One of those two. I'm not quite sure on that. The number three slot is in contention for one of those two. I think Titanfall 2 looks great. Last Guardian looks great. Um, and also, I guess the number three slot. Uh, no Man's Sky wasn't at E3, but I so want to play that game. So honorable oh, mention there. That game yeah. might never come out. It's coming, Aaron. No. Just, let's August. just acknowledge that it, it might never come no, out. No, it's got a release date, <laughs> and it's set for real. They're finishing uh, the yeah, tweak in it, it. it. It had a release date before, too. Oh, so. game Zelda got pushed. They, they, you know, I know. And that game's coming out. Zelda might also not come out. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my, my three number threes. And then, okay, number two uh, is... Uh, okay. No, no, what's number? No, my number one. Oh, yes, God of War. God of War is my number two for sure. That game looks amazing. And the first God of War game and the Father Something looks great. My number one, can you take a guess, any of you? Crash Bandicoot. Yes, uh, Crash Bandicoot is back. <laughs> number one. Yeah. I'm so excited for the Bandicoot. He will sit nicely alongside my Uncharted collection and my Last of Us on my PS4. My little naughty dog thing. And uh, I really want folders on PS4 at some point. I don't know. Yeah, their their UI needs a change up a little bit. It's simple. Like the he- Xbox One kind of gives me a headache now. I like oh, Yeah, like the Xbox I, One, they went like harder to uh, like, navigate with, with their... Like, their updates has made the UI worse for me. I preferred their, their old UI that I updated one day. It's like, ugh. If I didn't have now. a Kinect, I would probably throw my Xbox out the window due to its UI. I, I had a better experience before the updates, so hopefully... I hear they're doing another UI update with Cortana, so hopefully it gets even better. Uh, it gets back to what it should be. Um, but PS4 is so simple. I'd like a little complexity with maybe some folders, so I can put like my all the Naughty Dog games in one big folder. I can put, you know... I can, you know, do that kind of stuff. I just wish that you could, uh, like, organize that, like, X-Bar. Like, what do they call it? Is it still called, like, the X-Bar or whatever? I'm not sure what they call it these days. Um, but I wish that you could, you know, choose where you want things to be because it kind of goes by when you last, like, used, like, an app. Yeah, and games and games and video apps are yeah. all mixed together. You, yeah. I did deselect the uh, – there's an option to only do mo- – um, limit the, the bar – you can unlimit the bar, and the bar just goes crazy long with like everything. Wow. And that's yeah, that's mine. <laughs> oh, is it? I turned that off. It's like I'll go to the library if I want something that old. But uh, yeah, we didn't hear anything about Sony PlayStation Four OS updates at all. It was all about games. Yeah, um, yeah. I wonder what's next for that OS. They need something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I've been noticing that it's kind of sluggish at times too so mine isn't the only time mine is sluggish is uh, my internet is um, intermittent mediocre however you wish to call it and sometimes because all the games have you know uh, 
you can check in on friends' feeds and follow stuff online as soon as you select it. But I can, it may take a couple minutes for that stuff to populate, but I can cycle between stuff in my menu very quickly. Now, do we know if the, we're almost done. <laughs> do we know if the Slim has a uh, hard drive that you can swap out easily, or is it like the original? They have not said like anything. the original because they, I mean, it looks pretty locked down. Like, yeah. They didn't want people opening the Xbox One at all. Yeah, the original one for sure. At all, I, I think that continues into <laughs> the continues. Xbox okay, it's not. They're not going to the PC. They're they're all about the PC and openness, and it's like, oh, the Xbox. That's their lockdown box. You don't get inside there. Okay, um, I think that's it. Anything else, you guys, want to say about E3 or Xbox really or Sony? Okay, I was more impressed than I was expecting to be. Um, and also, I guess I, I have to go back. There's also something else that's tied in my top three, and that was that Spider-Man reveal, but I digress. Um, but uh, I was more impressed than I was expecting to be, especially by Sony, who I was really worried because last year Sony had this amazing press conference where they showed off Final Fantasy VII, Shenmue Three, The Last Guardian, Horizon Zero Dawn, and none of those games are out yet. So, yeah, you Sony know, does so, show games early. They do. I was disappointed they, we didn't see um, we didn't see anything from Naughty Dog this show. Yeah, but they still had a full show and only you know once touched on old material, so to speak. Or I'm sorry, yeah. twice. But it, it, it was small. It was the right amount. It was a good show. Um, Microsoft had a good conference, but it wasn't as it was a conference, a keynote, as opposed to the show that Sony put on. They did put on a show. That live orchestra and the way they just presented everything. Uh, I, 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 I really want Naughty Dog on there to see what they're up to. But next year, I guess. Well, speaking about like showing off a game and like not releasing it for a long time, uh, the king of that is Nintendo. <laughs> Wait, no, you say that. Um, that doesn't happen all the time. showing off stuff no. about this. Like, the king, look. The king oh, of that man. is Zelda, not Nintendo. No, Zelda. normally Nintendo doesn't show a game until it's ready a couple months later. Except for Zelda. Zelda's Except for Zelda. Only yeah. Yeah. This, always been This delayed. Zelda game, we've been seeing like, like stuff about it for years. It looks great, and by it, the way. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I'm hesitant. Oh, it looks great. Anyways, yeah, different show for that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really want to know what Audiog's doing. I'm thinking it's Last of Us 2, but I just want to see a little teaser on that. Look, they just wrapped on Uncharted 4, and with the Crash Bandicoot remakes coming out, I mean, don't expect them to be doing anything. Are they doing the remakes themselves? I I guarantee they're going to have some kind of involvement. That would be cool if they did. You've still got Uncharted 4 DLC to think about. Basically, I wouldn't count on a game from Naughty Dog before 2018. Oh, don't say that. No. Now they have two teams. I still, I mean, you need time. They have the Uncharted team, and then they have the the Last of Us team. <laughs> uh, I know what you're saying. I'll predict it now. 2018. Okay, it's 20. I guess it's only like two and a half years. A year and a half. Yeah, it's a year and a half. Wait, it's 2016. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, I guess I can wait for great games from them. Anyways. Um. Any closing thoughts, Aaron? Nope. Okay. That's all I got. Well, thank you guys for, for your time tonight in this mega episode, which is almost three hours long. Um, I will be putting chapter markers, I think, in this episode. 
Yeah, you should. Uh, I'm going to buy that $20 <laughs> podcast MP3 chapter marker app and put this to good use here. Why don't uh, you just use GarageBand? Because it doesn't export as MP3. I can't do chapters in MP3 in GarageBand. That sucks. Okay. I know. Good thought, but yes. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, so um, Mr. Mister Aaron, where can folks find you on the interwebs and your different gaming networks? Uh, you can find me everywhere, um, all over the internet, social networks and things, um, and as well as Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, and uh, Wii U. That thing's still around. It um, is. <laughs> Limited quantities, uh, Nintendo was saying. to Get it now while you can. Yeah. Uh, I am at AL Rivera four two three. Cool deal. You doing any online multiplayers or game streams lately? Uh, no, I've really cut back on my streaming. I haven't really done much of that at all. Um, yeah, because I don't know. I'll sure. just play single player stuff for the most part. I think I'm, I enjoy uh, games when I'm not streaming them more. I think it takes enjoyment out of the games a little bit. For yeah, me. that's kind of what I was finding. Yeah, because you're like focused on the streaming rather than the playing. Yeah. So. Uh, Mr. Jason, uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere on the interwebs as Risen Devil, R I S N D E V I L, PlayStation Network, Xbox Live. Um, I think my Twitter is actually uh, J R Novak at iCloud. Not that I use that much. Um, right now, my my big game that I've been playing and big is the wrong term, but <laughs> what I've been spending the most time with is Alienation on PS4. If you see me on, feel free to jump into. Whatever I have going on, it stays as an open game. Um, cool. Yeah. Cool deal. Uh, my handle is T-C-H-A-T-E-N. And you can go to YouTube.com slash T-C-H-A-T-E-N for the video version of the show. And we'll be back next time, if you're listening to Club Nintendo, for our Nintendo discussion. Or if you're on Club Xbox or Club PlayStation, we'll be into the reboot, which should be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Optimus Prime calling all Autobots. Prime to all Autobots. A new tech fan podcast has been released. Return to base immediately so that we can all enjoy the humans talking about technology. Repeat, Optimus Prime to all Autobots. A new tech fan podcast from Spotlight Network has been released. Return to base immediately.